3D Movie Time Capsule for 2019. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have a bunch of people here with me. First off, let's go with uh, Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. Then Krista. <laughs> hello. And finally, New Jake. Hi, everybody. And uh, today we're doing the 2019 3D Movie Time Capsule. So, movies that came out a year ago. <laughs> so, like, honestly, the last movies that came out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much! <laughs> yeah, a-, a year ago feels like five years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Too long. <laughs> yeah. When we thought we were going to die in a nuclear war. Good times. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really weird. Um to have a retrospective on last year, but, I mean, it, since we haven't really had that many, or, what, more than one or two 3D movies in 2020, it, it's kind of a weird ball game. but let's get started, and uh, this is a fun one. So, this movie is called They Shall Not Grow Old. Hell yeah! So, Jake, I thought, I this, seen it. I thought this movie came out in 2018. Uh, yeah, and they re-released it, so I'm going to count it this one this year, too. And if they want to release it this year, I'll count it again. A technicality, but I don't care. <laughs> Let's go for it. So, what is They Shall Not Grow Old, just in case people weren't paying attention last time you talked about it? Okay, this is an incredible documentary. Yeah, I know. 3D and documentaries, are, it's a dead horse that's been beaten to death. But this one is worth paying attention to. Uh, Peter Jackson took a whole bunch of World War I footage, uh, cleaned it up, colorized it, converted it to 3D, and in some, in some of it added voices by having lip readers read what they had filmed saying and getting uh, people from those regions to reproduce those sounds and then other footage they had recordings that were made in the 60s and 70s of uh, world war one vets talking about their experiences and this was all put together to explain the the participation in um world war one it's a must see uh for anybody interested in world war one and also anybody who's considering joining the military should see this movie before they, so they will really know what they're in for. Chris, did you watch this? No. New Jake, did you watch this? I have not. All right, then. Uh, we'll move on since we got quite a few. Um, all of these movies, by the way, are reviewed by us. You can actually see our reviews on the website. Mm-hmm. And I still stand by my 10 and Editor's Choice. All right. I double down on it. Let's uh, keep going with the list. Uh, the Lego Movie 2, the second part. Now, I kind of feel like I didn't watch this movie, but I kind of felt like this came out and was a big dud. And, like, no one really cared. Unlike the first one where the, it was a big hit. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was good, but I think they beat the franchise to death. In too, between too much Lego at once. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they should have just done the Batman Lego movie and then Lego 2. Yeah. Pretty they fair. shouldn't have made the other stuff. I don't even know what the other stuff was. Well, there was a Jackie uh, Chan and Jingo, and then there was a whole bunch of TV stuff. Video games. Too uh-huh. many video games. Mm-hmm. And they just, just, it was overkill. Mm-hmm. So I think people were just burnt out before it even came out. That's perfect. Which is a shame, because it was good. Not great. It was good. What do you give it as a score, New Jake? Uh, I would say it's a solid 7 out of 10. It's entertaining, looked good, pretty good. Now, uh, Jake, you gave it a 9. Do you stand by that, or do you think that was too high? Uh, it's probably too high. I mean, it is really good. I'd probably now, in retrospect, give it an 8. New Jake, did you watch this in 3D or no? Uh, I did not, unfortunately, but I could see where it would work, but... Uh, uh, I mean, it looked good. I mean, I think it would work good in 3D. All right, let's uh, keep on going. Now, this movie, um, Krista, did you watch uh, Lego 2 or no? No. Okay. Uh, this movie, I wanted to really love it, and it, it fell apart at the end because it gave me a cliffhanger, and it made me so mad. But I was digging it all the way through. Alita Battle Angel. Haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it's it's beautiful. Cameron went all out on this. Uh, this was uh, a lot better than I thought it uh, would be, considering how mediocre the anime is. This is a wonderful manga. Uh, the changes they made to it are actually kind of more faithful to the manga than the most people who've seen it are only familiar with the anime they're not familiar with the source manga and it's considerably different i thought they did a really good job i figured it was going to be a cliffhanger because there's just so much material i mean this is probably almost as dense as akira as uh, stories go Krista, did you get a chance to watch this or no? No, I didn't. So, yeah, it is very anime-based. I mean, it's about a cyborg in the future, and she has um, emotions, and she is actually a weapon from the past, and she's brought back to life. And it's actually directed by Robert Rodriguez, produced by James Cameron, and the screenplay is by James Cameron. So it's a kind of a collaborative effort there. Between the mm-hmm. two guys. That that makes me no. very conflicted because I love Robert Rodriguez, but I don't like James Cameron. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. I love Cameron, but mixed feelings about Robert Rodriguez. I like both of them, but they both have made movies I don't like. Yeah, Cam- Cameron's not a, a, a good writer. He's a good producer, but it kind of makes me iffy knowing that he kind of wrote the movie, or at least the story, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I still maintain that Cameron is not a filmmaker. He's he's a tech demo guy. <laughs> he, he just demos the greatest film tech. Yeah. Well, he's kind well, of he the works in special effects. 
Yeah, he's but... the research development guy for Hollywood. <laughs> eh, fair enough. And Alita had a very... At first, it was notorious, but when they actually watched the movie, it was fine, because they did change it. The eyeballs of Alita were really huge, mm-hmm. and it was very off-putting. Mm-hmm. But when he actually watched the movie, it was totally fine. Those were creepy. Yeah, this thing got some really bad trailers. They didn't. They didn't really show much. It was. It was either that stuff on land or when they're playing that weird sport. That was it. Nothing really mm-hmm. about the story. It seemed like. Yeah. That's oh what yeah, put and me that, off the movie. Oh, and the roller. Oh, and those the rollerball stuff is amazing in three D. Yeah, I oh, I, do watch it. I really enjoyed the three D. Um, I think some parts could have been stronger, but overall, it was very enjoyable. I, I gave it a great three D. Um, it was one of the few movies that were filmed in three D. Mm-hmm. Was that the only one last year that was filmed in three D? I think probably. Well, seems like it. And um, I, I like I said, I was really digging it, and then it had a. Uh, it was just like not only a cliffhanger, but not satisfying ending. I'm not going to talk about the ending. Um, I'm just going to say it wasn't satisfying. And I walked out of the theater pissed off. I was like, "Damn it! I was really liking this, and it, it just made me mad." So, uh, I, th- I think it's. I'll go ahead. So I gave it a six, and I I I feel bad about giving it a six. I wanted to give it a seven or an eight, but damn it, that ending just pissed me off. That's because they're planning a trilogy of them, probably. Like, how Hollywood has to do nowadays. A trilogy mm-hmm. for a single movie. Yep. It's I understand, but at the same time, you gotta feel like the narrative is complete. And I felt like the narrative wasn't complete. You know, you can have your breadcrumbs to the sequel, but you, you got, it finished the story, and this didn't feel finished. So, it just drove me crazy. Um, but, yeah, I... I dig that. Yeah, Peter Jackson did that. Yeah, uh, he did that with the Lord of the Rings. Each one felt complete, but left breadcrumbs for a sequel, a new adventure. Yeah, he probably didn't trust him to let him make them all. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the main actress, uh, Rosa Salazar, who did play Alita, she did a great job. She hit it out of the park for basically voice acting because her character is like all CG except for her, her voice. So she did great. She looks amazingly young for being in her mid thirties. That's what I'm going to say about Rose Salazar. She just, she looks younger than what she is. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, keep going here. And the next movie here is how to train your dragon, the hidden world. Love it. Love this movie. Love it. Yeah, it was worth the wait. Because it seemed like the whole world got this before we did. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Some of the most overrated animated movies of all time. Ooh. But they're still good somehow. I know. I know. I'm that guy. Hey, uh, uh, it's 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 fair. Uh, there's things uh, I, that people love and I can't stand. And people look at me like I'm... Uh, brain damaged or something. I just so. I don't I don't like the character of Hiccup all that much, or the actor more likely. I will Bear fight Bell. you. <laughs> I know. I mean, he's fine, but he's not. He's not leading man. That's that's all I'm saying about that. I like well, that. 
Yeah, that's, that's why that's I, the why I like, <laughs> no. That's why I like Hiccup. You know, him and, and his uh, dragon. They're both and disabled. And Toothless <laughs> is cute, and uh, but I don't know. It's just they're not all that good. And I mean, just... okay, so on the on the leading man man comment, um, Hiccup's at Hiccup actually follows the heroine's journey. Um, yeah, that structure. makes sense. Yeah, which is fine, but I don't I don't know. It's just the the movies always seemed off to me. They're so much love uh, thrown against them. And I just don't see why they're so beloved. They're fine movies, but they're not like best of all time. In my opinion. I mean, I think like, like particularly like the first one, I think like how to train your dragon, like as a franchise, as a whole, I've only seen the first one in 3d, but like the 3d and the, the franchise, I think is so good. Yes. Yeah, and I think it really. I think it really. I think it really brought 3D to the next level in that, like DreamWorks went so hard in like actually using 3D in a yes, creative better way. Better than Pixar. Mm-hmm. Even their lesser efforts, better 3D. I'm very confused as to how Pixar gets so shit 3D all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, this is a good example of how you should do 3D in animation that actually is meaningful because, you know, Jake said it before, it doesn't take that much effort to do a 3D animated movie. I mean, it's already in the computer, you know, you could have an algorithm do it, but to put the effort in to really have flying and have these locations feel like real locations, oh, beautiful, beautiful 3D. Um, You haven't seen this one, Krista, yet? I have it. Oh, the 3D is great. That's the mm-hmm. best thing about it. Is the 3D and the animation are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this story really wrapped up everything in a nice package, and like I don't want more. Um, and I, I felt satisfied, and I cried like a baby at the end. So I loved it. <laughs> but you know, we're gonna get more. And it's going to be terrible because they don't want to leave money on the table. It's probably going to be more, more for the, the TV series Dragons on Netflix if they do more of yeah. that. That's where I'm feeling they're going to go with I that. mean, there's plenty. Of, there's like, I looked it up and on Netflix, there's like three or four or like there's a bunch of different How to Train Your Dragon like TV shows. Like there's not just one. There's quite a few. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney or uh, DreamWorks knows how to milk that horse. Mm-hmm. And like I, I will say, like I understand where you're coming from there because like the TV shows are not nearly as high quality as like the movies. Well, yeah, like the Kung Fu Panda, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens, the Dragons, uh, Turbo. Actually, Turbo is not too bad. Uh, just too much. Just leave it at the movies. Okay, so New Jake, what would you give um, this movie? Uh, on the 3D, I would say it's easily 10 out of 10. Uh, but the, the movie itself and lumped in together, it's a solid seven and a half, maybe towards eight on a good day for me. Okay. I gave it a nine and I stand by it. I love the trilogy. I love all of these movies. So I, I just, they're good, but they're overrated, in my opinion. They're, that's just me, though. Your opinion's valid. 
All right. Yeah. We're adults here. We're adults. It's all good. It's all Are good. We? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I admit I'm pretty childish, but. Oh, me too. Yeah. All right. Next movie is Captain Marvel. And uh, New Jake, I'll let you go first. What are your thoughts on this movie? Uh, um, it's one of my lesser MCU movies. Um, I don't like the lead character that much because they believe that a strong, independent, uh, fierce woman is to be stoic and bland. And that just kind of threw off the movie for me, and it felt too rushed in the start, and it just slowed down tremendously throughout the second act. But the 3D was really good. I I do agree with you that she's just kind of bland for most of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then I understand she's getting her personality. It's a reboot of her. But I just, you know, didn't... Like, Wonder Woman is a good example of an opposite, where she's super likable from beginning to end. So... Yes. Uh, The problem was that they kind of politicized it a little bit with the feminism, which, you know, that's fine. But we had strong independent women in the past, uh, like Ripley, uh, Sarah Connor. Uh, I mean, there's been so many women that weren't politicized and were strong and had character and personality and strength that they tried their hardest to get here, but they just didn't end up getting, and it just made a lesser movie, but it's still entertaining. Well, my big issue with the movie, and it still is the big issue I have with it, is I felt I was watching uh, the secret origin of uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, exactly. Yeah. And Coulson. This movie was more about them than it was about her. Yes. Exactly, and you're kind of introduced to uh, uh, Vers, uh, her character, uh, before you're introduced to Carol Danvers, uh, as she was on Earth. And it just it kind of felt disconnected and disjointed. And it, it didn't make for a very interesting origin story. But for Nick Fury, it was fine. But it seemed kind of it, it seemed like it was feminist in disguise when it was more about the man story. That's how I feel about it, but it was still an okay movie. Yeah. And then, of course, and I, and I still, and if they're going to change the cat's name, I mean, Goose was fine, but they should have kept it Chewy. They really should have. They should have, but it, it's so cute. Goose was the best thing about the movie besides Samuel L. Jackson. It was just mm-hmm. oh, it was so cute, and the flurkin was like, ah, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, another thing. That's I hate how they uh, made uh, Nick Fury lose his eye was because of Goose. It pissed me off severely. I just kind of... I was like, I'm already out of Fs. I'm out of Fs to give anymore about this movie yeah. and what I don't oh, like. So that, just, that, uh, that just went by me because it was like... That was because we. This isn't the Captain Marvel movie. This is the secret origin of Nick Fury. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, Krista, what are your what are your thoughts? You, I think you like this most to all of us. Yeah, I mean, I like the movie. I'm not as like nearly into like Marvel and Avengers and stuff, so like I don't have as much 
much like comparison as y'all do, but like I mean like like um I still like find issues with the movie, but like 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 it was a nice movie. I feel like there were some things they could have done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman, this isn't, though. Yeah. So, I gave it a good 3D, and I gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, I feel that's a fine score for that. Yeah, fair. It wasn't too strong. Yeah, I gave it a 7 as well, if I remember. Yeah, I'll say 7, 8-ish on certain scenes. Alright, so the next movie, I review... <laughs> it's, a, it's a good story. I'll, I'll repeat the story... So, Jake was originally going to review this, and there was no theaters near where Jake lived that had it, so I had to review it, and there was no theaters near me, but I had to drive an hour to get to watch it, and... Is it Wonder Park? <laughs> I eventually asked Krista and Jake to watch it, Because I wanted them to have an example of a mediocre, completely forgettable, okay cartoon. And, of course, that is Wonder Park. (laughs) That's that's a Nickelodeon movie, if if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't look like your typical Nickelodeon product. Yeah. Um, The 3D was amazing on it, and it actually had fantastic... Uh, rumble seats with um, if you got to see what uh, have the whole experience of uh, D box, it was so worth it. But the movie itself was just completely. I I, I might have been generous when I gave it a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I keep on seeing it uh, on like bargain bins already and. I still don't want to pick it up. Like I don't think anyone cares. Like I don't even think kids care. No, uh, the, like, like it's the had film was like no flop. Uh, like it, it did had zero no business. cultural presence, or no one ca- like it's it's not. No one talks about it. Uh, that's how I feel. Like what's going to happen with that movie Rumble? That wrestling movie coming out next year, maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. It's like it's going to be zero relevance against kids and. It's probably going to have great 3D, but nobody's going to care, and that'll probably flop as well, but who knows? It probably won't even be released in 3D in the States. It'll probably go straight to streaming. Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed about that, how they did that with uh, the SpongeBob Movie 3, which really hurts me to my core so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, they and what made me mad is they released it in Canada in 3D, and the borders shut. Mm, yeah. <sighs> and 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 film criticism is not a legitimate reason to cross the border. No. What about marijuana? Anyway, back to Wonder Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of funny when we kind of not talked about it because. Um, one of my lines in this movie review I wrote, I said it's rather forgettable and uninspired. So a year later, I mean, it it, it is what it is. It's completely basic. The only thing that I really thought was inspired was the pie song, where all the kids are learning about math and about the pie uh, symbol. Do you guys remember that or no? Oh, no. I thought you meant like actual pie. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't even remember that. 
I just remember John Oliver was an insufferable porcupine. He was in that Wait, movie? John Oliver was in that movie? Yep. Now I, now I got a reason was... to find this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much John Oliver doesn't take himself seriously as a Yeah, that's the best part. He don't care. <laughs> yep. He And he really don't care in this movie. <laughs> He's all out of Fs to give. And that's why he was in the Lion King movie as well. I, I, no, Ooh. I saw. I saw. Uh, I, I don't remember what he was talking about, but he was he was like talking about something that was untrue, and he was like, "It's like saying I'm the best best Zazu." We all know that's not true. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, so Krista, what do you think? What's your thoughts on Wonder Park? Is that I forced you got to watch this movie. Would you? I mean, I know you hate me for it, but what are your thoughts on it? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's just... It's whatever. <laughs> Alright, classic Jake, what are your thoughts on Winter Park? Never again. <laughs> I dodged a bullet. Is this, is this what Scorsese meant when he said theme park movies? <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yes, it was. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <A whole> movie. <laughs> I mean, I think it technically qualifies as a movie. So does it? <laughs> now, new Jake. If it, if it came, yes. Um, it, it's weird because it's true because. Watching this in D-Box, I was like, wow, this is awesome D-Box. Awesome 3D. <laughs> it, it's a ride. And, I com- you know, yeah. the story, it's completely forgettable. Um, it's pretty dark, which is pretty weird. It, it does not show that in the trailer, but the little girl, she is her. She's losing her mom from cancer. And she decides to go on oh, a trip. Geez. And, and, you know, you don't know if this is all a dream because she's worried about her mom dying or not. And it's just like it goes nowhere. And it, you don't know what really happened or what didn't happen. But it, it did look incredible in 3D. So uh, sounds like a terrible movie, though. Uh, very dark and not like your typical kids fair. Yeah, it's pretty misguided. It's really pretty, uh, to say the I least. I mean, like, compare that to Over the Moon, which has a very similar premise about the main girl losing her mom, but executes it much better. <laughs> I have never heard of Over the Moon, either. It only came out, like, this past recently. <laughs> oh, that's why I haven't been to a movie since August. <laughs> I mean, it came out on Netflix. <laughs> Oh, I don't even have uh, Netflix handy, unfortunately. So, yeah, I can't tell you, unfortunately. And it's very sappy. It's very sweet. And it just has no substance to it. We gave it more time than it need to. Um, it's completely inoffensive, okay, family adventure. That's from my review. So, if you, have, if you want something for your family to watch, I guess. <laughs> uh, get something better. It's okay. I mean, see, like my 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 thing is like I like I have a thing about like grief in movies and particularly animated movies, which is like some sometimes like like movies do it really really well, but a lot of times I'm finding they just fall flat. Yeah. 
You just have to have manipulation. A, a good hand, a good careful hand. You know, Pixar is great at doing this. And, you know, like Coco. Like Coco, there's so many times Pixar's made me cry and it I feel legit. Like it's not and then I also feel like, you know, the How You Train Dragon movies made me cry and legitimately did. But like this this was trying too hard and yeah. It's like it's like a a, a a matter of like, is there an emotional soul to it, or are they trying to follow like a formula? Yeah, formula, formula. And you know, I I hate that I had to force you guys to watch this movie, but at the same time, it's good to be able to watch something totally five out of ten, and you know, have that base of where it is. Uh, you know, I'm so glad I got to dodge that big bullet. I am so happy for that. Hey, I survived Sharknado in 3D, so this was oh, uh, a lot of fun. I, I, dare, I dare watch Sharknado in 3D. <laughs> you gotta be able to appreciate the entire spectrum of great movies to terrible movies to completely okay, eh, movies like this. I feel like okay movies, like mediocrity is like the the worst part of it. It's like when a movie is like a five, it's like, why did you even, what, what is the point? Yeah. It's like oatmeal. It's there. It fills you up. It's like, if something is so bad, like you can, you can like kind of get like some masochistic or sadist like enjoyment out of it. But if it's just like there, like what are you supposed to do with it? Yeah, exactly. It's no fun to talk about, but I guess we kind of did a little bit with this. <laughs> I mean, if it, yeah. the 3D wasn't there, man, <laughs> you know, if I'd be pissed. <laughs> I mean, but like, like number one, it's a 3D animated movie. Like, you got to do good 3D. Number two, good 3D doesn't save a bad movie. <laughs> It doesn't. I mean, you you should concentrate on storytelling first, and then provide great 3D instead of the other way around, which right seems like they didn't even do. So it's it just it's so okay. It, but I mean, if you, it's one of those movies that if you had a 3D, you know, if you want to show it off and have D box, hell yeah, it's worth it that because it's so you know fun to have the D box and you're like you know you're on the roller coaster ride with them and. You know, for that purpose, it I was happy with it, but, you know. Let's move on um, to Krista's first movie review. Yep. Yeah. Why did it have to be Dumbo? <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in retrospect, I do think I was too nice to this movie, but also, like, <laughs> now that I've seen, like, how low Disney can go, like... It was a passable movie. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's not Mulan levels bad, but yeah, exactly. That's what I'm like in my mind that I'm comparing <laughs> it to. It's like it's not as bad as Mulan, so like you have to give no. it some credit. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I, did, just I, I did enjoy it at the time. I just I wanted more from it than it gave me. Is the problem. Right. <laughs> Like, I feel like it had, like, good bones there, but they didn't put the flesh and the clothes on top of the bones. (laughs) I I, I like my skeleton's nude, thank you very much, so it doesn't need skin or clothing. (laughs) So, new Jake, did you actually watch this? 
not in 3D, unfortunately. I could only secure a 4K copy, but it wasn't that great, unfortunately. It was just okay. Like, literally, like, the main, the only reason I liked this movie was because I was able to see it in 3D, and I was like, well, the 3D kind of, like, like makes it worth it, but I don't think it's worth it to see it in not 3D. <laughs> yeah, but Burton, Burton kind of does some really good stuff with 3D, like he did with the Alice in Wonderland and uh, Frank and Weenie. But and, and, I don't know, Dumbo was just. Eh. But it, even even with the 3D, it was still kind of disappointing to me because, like, 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 even though they have like aerial acts, they don't do like the, like what you could do with aerial acts in 3D. They don't do that, and it pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm not even a huge fan of the original Dumbo, and it's still just lower that to almost to the ground. Not quite Mulan levels, but it's just down there. Way down there. So, Classic Jake, you were avoiding this for all last year. Did you ever get a chance to watch it? Oh, hell no. Aww. And it's not, it's not that I didn't have the chance. I chose to not take the chance. And I mean, just so like this. This was the fun story when I was watching this movie. The the building next to the theater caught on fire, and the fire alarm went off in the theater twice. (laughs) (laughs) It was telling you, God. God was telling you, get out. Do not watch this movie anymore. I don't care if it's good three D. Go away. I went to the Marvel Fest, and before every movie, they ran the first trailer for Dumbo. Ooh! Every time, and I Sony don't think ran. The trailer was that good. Yeah, yeah but looked, you tried yeah. seeing it. You tried <laughs> seeing it like twenty something times. I'm so sorry. They're they're wanting you to see that movie, and nobody did. It flopped pretty big at the theaters. Yeah, yeah. I because the because the, everybody was there were yeah. people were throwing shit at the screen. No, <laughs> I was literally the only person in the theater on like an opening weekend. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's low. Oh man, I feel bad for Tim Burton. I really do. Uh, he hasn't made a good movie since Sweeney Todd. I swear he needs to just stop. So, Krista, you gave it a 7 out of 10. You think that was too high, or no? Yeah, I think it's a 6. <laughs> okay. That's still too generous. <laughs> no, I agree with Krista. I, I liked it. I mean, they do have like new things where, you know, basically the cartoon is like the first half, and the second half is all brand new. You know, and the other half is about business and and trying to have, you know, oh, look at Dumbo and the business end and look at how everything's going on. And just like, I mean, right, like I do. This is why I say like the structure here was actually good. It's just the execution that fell flat because like they did like understand like in the original Dumbo like the flying stuff doesn't happen until the end like that's like uh, that's the ending end. of the Dumbo story whereas like they at least understood no we have to introduce the flying way way earlier in the story and then actually do some interesting stuff with the flying 
So they understood that, and therefore they, like, put a different plot structure to it. But it's that, still... fair. Yeah. So some um, interesting um, thing to mention... At the very end of your review, Krista, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember this? Your written review. It says, it's not my favorite Disney movie of all time, but at least it's still better than Will Smith in Body Paint. (laughs) Oh my god! Has that aged well? No, because I liked Aladdin better. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get to Aladdin later. (laughs) I I gave Aladdin an (laughs) 8. Wow. That's too high for Aladdin. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to remind you of that last line, Krista, because it's kind of one of those interesting things that I don't think you were planning on reviewing Aladdin when it came out and when you wrote that. But it's, it's, it's I was fun. just trying to be like, so like that was like my first review for the site and I was still like very nervous about like writing for you and like whether or not you'd approve of like what I wrote or not or so like <laughs> that's just kind of embarrassing looking back. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, Krista, but I thought it would be a fun thing to mention. <laughs> All right. Talking about fun things. I need to see this again because I adore this movie when it came out. Um, I saw it in 2D, unfortunately, um, but I was crying laughing, and it's one of my favorite DC movies, uh, probably of all time, um, Shazam! Oh, hell yeah. Great movie. Yeah, Loved it. Great movie. Uh, yeah, Sam Raimi's going to have a high bar to meet to do Marvel's first horror superhero movie, because uh, Shazam... Gr- Beautifully mixed comedy and super heroics and horror. And the boardroom scene in this movie is how <laughs> you do is how you do a, a PG thirteen head biting scene. So yeah. I guess I could say spoilers. Because when they compl- when um Sony said with Venom, they said, Oh, we can't do a head biting in um PG thirteen. And I'm like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> David Stamberg was like, hold my beer and showed him how it was done. I mean, that was damn scary. Yeah, so is the CGI. Huh? So is the CGI. That was very scary looking because it wasn't that great. <laughs> it looked great in 3D. Yeah, that's fair. New Jake, did you watch this in 3D? Yes, it did. Opening weekend. And what are your thoughts on the movie? Um, the 3D wasn't the greatest. Uh, I have seen better 3D movies from the DCEU, such as uh, like uh, Justice League or Wonder Woman. But you know, the 3D was really good. It was just a pretty dark movie. Certain scenes, like visually dark, not thematically. But uh, yeah. I mean, the 3D is really good. Uh, but the movie was really, really good that you didn't even need the 3D, but I'm glad it's there. It's a really strong movie, a really solid 8 out of 10 for me. Yeah, it's exactly the same score that Classic Jake gave it. Good 3D and right. 8 out of 10. Yeah. Chris, mm-hmm. Krista, have you had a chance to watch this yet? 
No. Oh, girl, you're gonna love it. Missing out. This is a good. This one's really good. Uh, in fact, I even with the drastic change to the storyline, I thought they really made it work. And and Mark Strong yeah, this, is just perfect. This this is the real Captain Marvel. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Krista, we mentioned this before. We teased it before. So, Captain Marvel. This was the original Captain Marvel, and then it was a different studio. And DC sued because they said, hey, this uh, guy looks a lot like Superman. And eventually they bought out the company that made this character. And then they kind of sat on it for a while. And then Marvel was like, well, let, let us review, put something out. So then they released Captain Marvel. And so technically speaking, the character in this movie is called Captain Marvel, but he can't say it anymore because the rights are now onto Marvel Studios or Marvel Incorporated. So he can't say his because Shazam is just the code to you know turn into the character, and it, so it's just in that legal mumbo jumbo weirdoness that this was the original Captain Marvel. Both Captain Marvels came out the same year. That's like the same level of. Uh, legal screwiness that's like uh, Legend of Korra couldn't use the word Avatar in their title because of the movie Avatar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. Damn you, Cameron, yeah. you strike again. <laughs> even, yeah. though, even though Avatar's TV franchise came way before Cameron. <laughs> Yes. So this made... But Cameron has more money. Yeah. Yeah. This made $366 million and, um And it, uh, Captain Marvel, on the other hand, made $1 billion. I kind of feel like it should have been split because I feel like this is a way better movie than, than Captain Marvel was. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a cheaper movie. Uh Mm-hmm. It was a better movie, better directed. It didn't seem like it was directed by committee. Uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely a point of view. Uh, and Zachary Levi just killed as uh, the big red cheese. I mean, you you could tell that he's wearing uh, padded muscles underneath the suit because he didn't get that buff, but he did get pretty damn buff in the like in the shots from Instagram that mm-hmm. he posted when he was making the movie. Uh, Matt. Mm-hmm. But he looked Respect just that, like a but... CC. But he looked just like a CC Beck drawing. So th- to me, the padded muscles worked. It makes sense. And I, I love the light in the the lightning bolt in the suit. It was actually really lit on set, and it really added that much more to enjoying the movie. Which I was a little small detail, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Yeah, because it was actually a legit suit. It wasn't CGI. Uh, it mm-hmm. was animated uh post uh imposed you know it was just there on set lit up made it all that more awesome so krista if you uh want something to laugh about and you just want to have a good time get some get some beers you know and watch the zam i guarantee you'll have a good time guarantee it mm-hmm yeah, there's some heartfelt scenes in it too. With uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 it's the just really sad. Mm-hmm. And the family. Uh, I mean, 
there's this is kind of I joke this is kind of like the Fosters minus the melodrama. <laughs> I dropped the Fosters after like such a short time because I just couldn't <laughs> I know it got to be so ridiculous after I bailed during the first season I was like same uh, same I couldn't I, I I finished the first season and then I got maybe like two episodes into the second season and I was like no <laughs> these people are just on repeat for their stupidity <laughs> How the movie shows um, living in an adopted family and a it, it works so well. It, it's so sweet and awesome. It, it just has a great heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Shazam, absolutely recommend it. Um, I need to see it again. I own it, but I haven't seen it in a while. So next up is a Bigfoot movie. One of the two that came out that year. Yeah, in the U.S. anyway. There's others in 3D, but we I haven't seen them. And uh, Missing Link. Uh, I like this movie. It was very pretty. And I live a mere 45 minutes away from Leica Studios. Not that I stock them or anything. <laughs> We had to call the police on you. <laughs> Sadly, Lyco Studios is very much in trouble because this movie did not do that well. Oh. Uh, critically, it did. It did great. It won the Golden Globe for Best Animated Film. But it didn't make money. <laughs> I didn't but make it bombed money. pretty big. Yeah. I mean, I think the tennis shoes based on it made more money than. That's a shame. I love Leica. Mm-hmm, so do I, but. Yeah, this is only like a film I haven't seen yet. It made 26 million box office. Worldwide or domestic? Total. Oh. What? Oh. That's Ooh. bad. I, I, yeah, the the Nike shoes that were based on this, uh, I think, made more money. And apparently, according to Wik- yeah. Wikipedia, the budget was a hundred and two million. Ooh, so barely a quarter of the budget before advertising. So it. Uh, oh yeah, that's really the thing. Is like if you make less, if you're like talking about like a blockbuster film and they don't make over a hundred million they did not make a profit no that's disappointing that's sad i mean ah. <laughs> now let's get to this movie itself we all love it right that hurts me yeah you need to see this new jake it's even worth it in 2d yeah, I mean, there's no other way to watch it because there's no home 3D, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't think there's any 3D release in the world anywhere. That's so ah, sad. That it was really so hurt. good. The 3D was so good. Everything about this movie is so pretty. Yeah, because Coraline was fantastic in 3D, and then the box trolls and uh, Paranorman were great, and Cubo, but I didn't get to see this one in 3D. That's sad. Oh, this then left theaters quick except here here 
because this is you know their home hometown pride. Uh, so um, of course it played here and to packed houses, but unfortunately nowhere else. Uh, that's sad. I really like like a studio. And I saw a lot of people complaining, like whenever it won awards, they were like, "Why was this film win- winning awards? No one knows anything about it." And I was like. Well, just because you're uncultured. <laughs> yeah. Toy Story <laughs> 4 is a better film because I actually yep. seen it in a theater. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it has a great story, too. Hugh Jackman is fantastic. Zach Ganifanekis is actually really good and he's toned down from his usual self. Yeah. And it's like a good story. It's a really interesting, good story that has heart. And it, the ending, I think, is fantastic, too. I, I really feel like they got everything down. Like they nailed this movie. I think this is actually like one of the best movies of 2019. Like it's actually a good movie. <laughs> like, like this is the I'll movie. I have to give it a watch. This is the movie, like, it surpassed the threshold of, well, this, like, like most of the movies from 2019, I felt like were like, well, this is technically a movie, like, it's passable, like, it's fine, <laughs> but it's like, this is a movie that actually, like, surpassed the, like, oh, it's fine threshold, which I feel like is very rare, and it's sad that, like, more movies aren't like this. That's fair. All right. Uh, anything else to say about this movie before we move on? I think we should move Jake, on. You gave it a great 3D and an 8 out of 10. Do you feel it was too low or if that's fine? Yeah, I I probably should have given it a 9, but I was probably uh, being super critical and picky that week. <laughs> instead of instead of my usual laid back, more casual self. I mean, you know, in fairness, it's just a matter of timing and how things are. You know, it's been over a year. Um, you know, sometimes you feel like, okay, that movie really was better than I thought. And sometimes, no, it stank much worse than I thought originally. You never know. And it's good things to go back on and see. Um, so the next one is a big one, a huge one, you may say, because it became the biggest movie of all time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, end game. No, I was talking about the Queen's Corgi. What? <laughs> what? I'm joking. The Queen's Corgi is a, a cute animated movie about the dogs that were in the, you know, the Queen's dogs. But I'm just joking. Obviously, I'm talking about Endgame. So, Endgame. Uh, Jake. New Jake. You're the only one that we don't know. What are your thoughts on Endgame? Um, I loved it. It's one of my top Marvel movies, but it's not the best. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, the thir- Yes, I did watch it in 3D. Uh, it was the longest movie I've seen in 3D yet at three hours. But it didn't hurt my eyes. Uh, didn't give me a headache. It was fantastic uh, for the 3D effect. Uh, the story was good. But the time travel stuff kind of left me disappointed a little bit. But overall, it was a really good movie with a satisfying ending. Okay. Uh, Jake? Or classic Jake. What are your thoughts on Endgame a year later? Still holds up. Still enjoyable. Yep. Uh, wish I could do it in D-Box again. Talk about being on a three-hour roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never D-Boxed. There's no D-Box around here. So I mean, like, I like? just generally don't 
I have never done D-Box because it's just so more expensive. Uh, I did D-Box because when I went to see this, my first screening, the theater did not police their drunks. And we had this ass, I had this ass in front of me who kept screaming how he wanted to do the green woman over and over and over. <laughs> Gamora! <laughs> yeah, do me and I want to do you. And people were... And we kept kicking the back of his seat, screaming, our row, Thanos uh, demand your silence. And it basically turned into a real uh, shit show, because when I complained to management, they gave me crap. And then so I just charged, we just left, and I charged back everything on my credit card. And so <laughs> all, I was out, all I was out was time. So then uh, a theater still had tickets, but it was D-Box. So I said, okay. I told uh, Adolf, I said, I've got to see this again so I can give it a, a, a proper review. So I went to a D-Box screening, and oh my god, it was awesome. Now, um, it's, it's, one thing, it's one thing interesting about this year versus last year. If this movie had to come out this year, it would be excruciating to have to wait all year for this movie to because it keeps getting delayed because of COVID. So I'm just exact. I'm a, oh yeah. I just imagine how bad it would have been if it would have been that time. Last year's fine. This year not. I could not imagine because it was unbearable to wait a year for uh, after Infinity War and to actually have Endgame. Oh man, uh, and. Mm-hmm. We're already you, having like it's already bad with Wonder Woman. Like, imagine a Marvel movie having that. Yeah, it's, it's bad with Black Widow. I've been wanting to see Black Widow since uh, the last uh, Marvel movie. You kids, I mean, the wait we had between <laughs> uh, Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi, and then we got teased with Revenge. We thought we were going to get Revenge of the Jedi. Then no, they change it. And I should have known the Ewoks. I should have known <laughs> the Ewoks. I mean, I guess you could say that Blade Runner had a, a huge weight, too. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think anyone was, like, expecting it. Nobody was asking for it. Yeah. I'm glad we got it, but still, nobody was asking for it. That's fun. Nobody went to go see it. Boom, Just like the first one. If anything, I think the first one actually made more money than this one in comparison to yeah, the way that one had a huge budget. It was like 150 million, I think. But I think why do you think Warner Brothers kept re-releasing it? Of course, right. Yeah, but also they were uh, Warner Brothers is a weird studio. I always joke uh-huh. uh, they always do they always do the right thing eventually. <laughs> I mean, I think technically speaking, the longest gap is Bambi, because Bambi was originally hey. released in 1942, and Bambi 2 came out in 2006. What? Is that even theatrical? <laughs> Why did they even need a Bambi sequel? What? Uh, I knew the considering stories of Thumper, that's why. You gotta know how traumatized Bambi was. <laughs> Think longer Psycho and Psycho Two. So uh, Endgame. Yeah, that's like twenty years, if that. Oh, it's longer than that. 
Endgame. I, I, I love Endgame. Um, I, I kind of agree a little bit with New Jake, but I still love it to hell. Even if it's... Oh, yeah, I love it. Even if it's not... I feel like Infinity War is a better movie, but Endgame is so satisfying, and I, I love Endgame. Mm. Yeah, they, they, the uh, Avengers 3 and 4, they just work together as one movie, as two separate movies. Mm-hmm. It's great. I could I could watch that one setting. You know, five hours would just fly by like that. I just love it, especially the three D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Russo's just amazing three D. Yes, uh, except for the Winter Soldier. The crowds, um, you know, watching that for the first time, I was screaming when um, you know the hammer scene with uh, with Captain America. Yeah. And it's like I can't imagine yeah. not seeing that, and an entire theater not screaming, and just like that's something in the theaters that I can't get at home is a, a, a you know yeah. entire cinema screaming in joy and happiness watching Thanos get destroyed. Oh my god, I love that scene so much. Yeah, yeah, this was something that uh, I've never experienced before, which was a packed house in 3D because people had wanted to see it so bad. And it was worth it. The experience of 3D, everything that amazing. I mean, this just feels like one of those cultural moments that I just missed out on because, like, I didn't understand what was going on at all. <laughs> and so I kind of like was like, everyone's freaking out about this thing, and I'm just like, whoosh. Uh, th- this head. is supposed to affect me how? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, they don't feel bad. My friend Esther asked me when Batman was going to show up in the Avengers movies. <laughs> oh, boo. Boo. Boo, I Batman. I like, understand the difference between Marvel and DC, but, like, I mean, like, there's... Marvel is just like so much to me that I'm like, like even if I theoretically wanted to like watch like Infinity War and Endgame, I don't even understand like what are all the pieces and players like what are all the films that I would have to watch before that before I could even like begin to understand what's going on. Um, start start with start with Iron Man and just watch them all. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, it yeah it is. But with the Russo Brothers movies, you can just watch their their four, and they set it up. There's there's all sorts of little Easter eggs and pay and callbacks to them, right. and I and every time I watch, yeah. I I pick another one out, like on your left. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But like easily their weakest one is the Winter Soldier. But yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was um, just going to say that I agree with you that some of the time travel stuff feels a little bit iffy, you know, because they kind of set up their own rules with time travel. And it's like, it's such, you know, they literally almost say F you to uh, Back to the Future, which is like set up time travel for everything in pop culture, (laughs) you know? Right. Yeah. Back to the Future did it almost perfectly. Like, Uh, what did they... (laughs) This is Disney kind of taking a, a dig at Universal. So, Krista... Not a very good one. I, I didn't say that. 
It's good. I just said it was a dig. What kind of time travel are we talking here? So this time travel, Krista, is kind of a multiverse time travel where you can't really interact with your own version of yourself. There's no timeline like in Back to the Future where you change things and then do things. It's just yeah. a multiverse of different it's like things. Like if you go if you go into the past, you, you've actually entered a different space time continuum. Kind of, yeah. Thank you, Doctor yeah. Strange, for that. <laughs> <laughs> which they explain in the movie, which is actually cool. But at the same time, I was like, no, this is not all. I mean, it's like I, I like I yeah. like that as a concept, but I feel like the execution of that is very difficult to pull off and still have like a. I feel like like that as a concept is very antithetical to like linear storytelling. <laughs> yeah, it kind it kind of falls apart. Um, I mean, the whole thing with the rat being there, that one timeline is the, the rat, you know, it's like, come on, really? <laughs> That's why Ant-Man got out? <laughs> it's the same rat from The Departed. I know it. it I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's actually a mouse. So Mickey Mouse saved it. Oh, that's that's even worse. (laughs) Like, my thing is, like, with time travel, like, to me, it's like, whatever time travel system you set up, you have to be very, very consistent about it. Like, so, like, you can set up a, oh, you can change things drastically and create, like, a alternate universe or whatever. Or you set up, like, oh, nothing was really changed. Like, if you go into the past, it's just, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy you create paradoxes yeah. or whatever yeah like bill and ted mm-hmm. bill and ted did that it was fun. yeah they, they didn't change anything really except their what future. annoys <laughs> me is when a time travel story tries to do both but they're mutually yeah. exclusive <laughs> um, yes and so like for example um the terminator series did this where at first they had like it was like Time, time travel exists, but time travel doesn't change anything. The going back in time is what caused the events to happen in the first place. <laughs> right. But, uh, but then in the later Terminator films, they broke it. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, oh, oh the, we oh, can just create they like. Sure, they really broke it. <laughs> yeah, they really yeah, broke it. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty cannot be put together again. <laughs> the the yeah. Terminator timeline is a mess and a half. <laughs> so it cannot be fixed. They tried. And t- Thank you, Terminator. <laughs> yeah, no shit. All right, let's keep going here. Um, two, something that you got to catch before it became bad to catch things, because you want to catch them all. Pokemon. Detective Pikachu. Uh, New Jake, what are your thoughts on this movie? <laughs> I loved it. It's my second favorite uh, video game movie of all time. It's really good. It's not great uh, as movies as a whole, but it's really good. I loved it. And the 3D was spectacular. Wow. I really hated the 3D in this. I thought, really? I thought it was just... I love the 3D. I mean, there's there's scenes that are here and there cool, but it was kind of few and far between. Not enough that I could really recommend it. You know, just like, okay... Here and there. The movie itself, I I felt like it was okay. I liked it, but I don't love it. I gave it a six. (laughs) 
Oh, I love the 3D. I, I was like almost 10 territory with me, uh, even though at my theater, they didn't have the filter on there to make the 3D happen until like five minutes later, but oh. it worked. <laughs> oh, so I'm not the only one who has to go through that. <laughs> it's only one theater. It's at Regal Cinemas. Uh, it's yes. a half hour drive. <laughs> yes. And they don't do it. I hate it. They yeah. they did that with Justice League. This I hate them. <laughs> when I've been in like in like theaters with people and like they've been like, "Is this in 3D yet? Is this in 3D yet?" I'm like, "You will know if it's in 3D if you can't It'll tell." It'll say put on these it's... glasses. <laughs> but I'm like, even if you're wearing the glasses and you're like, like, oh, I can't tell if it's 3D. If you can't tell, then it's not. <laughs> It's either not in 3D at all, or it's just not very good 3D, like Clash of the Titans. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bad memories there. (laughs) Detective Pikachu, I felt like most of the Pokemon just look weird. It just did not connect with me. I mean, I felt like a lot of them did look great. Pikachu himself, fantastic. But some of them just did not work. Like they, they don't feel like they actually could exist in our world. And they're cute though, and I, I love the aesthetics of the the creature design. Like some that are that are, that are not furry in the show, the cartoon. They're furry here, and I think it fits. Chris, did you watch this or no? No. Did you watch any Pokemon or missing out? No. no. Nope. Okay. Jake, classic Jake, what are your thoughts on Detective Pikachu? Uh, I thought the 3D was really good. Uh, the movie wasn't bad. I thought it was actually pretty good. Uh, I really think Ryan Reynolds was miscast. It should have been Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as but, a voice, but like, I, I like Ryan Reynolds. I think he oh, did pretty decent here. Yeah, he's... I, I always refer to him as the difference between him and Ryan Gosling is one was Deadpool and the other one wasn't. I mean, otherwise, <laughs> interchangeable. Uh, and I thought he was fine. I mean, I don't want to give it. I mean, there was a specific reason why he was cast because of the mm-hmm. spoiler. I'm not going to spoil, but I still. I he's still, incredibly I, handsome. <laughs> yeah, and he was a super <laughs> at the time. But I really thought it was yeah. just a movie. Yeah. The acting was just kind of meh for me. And it kind of went all over the place with the story. Like, just had a lot of things going yeah, on. That, yeah, that reporter girl was in an entirely different movie entirely. She was just like, <laughs> is this Pikachu or is this something else? <laughs> but everything else was fine. I, I really enjoyed it. Bill Nye, he was, he was Bill Nye in a Pokemon movie. <laughs> yeah. Bill Nye was in this movie? Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Alright, so let's keep going here to Aladdin. Krista, another movie that you reviewed. Uh, Yeah. I I liked it. (laughs) Obviously a lot better than... than, um, New Jake. New Jake, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I still stand by my eight to be entirely honest I think they could have done better Uh, 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 I mean I think they're like like the complaints I do have are much more minor complaints compared to some of the other movies I reviewed so like I think they did a good job 
But they ruined Jafar. They just ruined him. I would agree with you, Jake. I'm not a big fan of this version of Jafar. Yeah, it's he's he's too wimpy. He's he's not evil. He's he's just uh, an inconvenience. Um, Will Smith surprisingly was actually pretty great as Genie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was I don't, really I don't like the CG. Yeah, when he was uh, when he was doing Will Smith, it was awesome. When it, when they were trying to. Get him to do Robin Williams, not so much. You just kind exactly. of exactly the that's yeah. that's exactly the the um the issue with it is like they made a version of a friend like me that was like in Will Smith's style, and that's the version mm-hmm. of the song that should have been in the movie. They shouldn't yeah. have done yeah. a version like they did. Will Smith trying to do an impression of. Robin Williams. Robin Williams, instead of letting Will Smith be Will Smith, is what well, I feel like. It's, it's nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia makes the money. But here's the whole thing: is like the the whole genie character in the first place. Like it was written to fit Robin Williams. So, oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he he improvised a whole lot of stuff and made it his own. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you know this genie actually gets a girlfriend at the end. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Boo! <laughs> as like a whole like, differences. <laughs> as a whole different, you know, character there with a um, one of the I guess a, I don't know, as a slave or concubine or assistant to. I think she was like like um, Jasmine's like maid servant or something like that. Handmaiden. She was like a handmaiden. Yeah. Yeah, the handmaiden tale, Disney fied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's the three D was really good. I, I think I enjoyed the three D. Krista. Yes, I I I like the three D a lot in this. Mm-hmm. Yep. My I my. Was really- my complaint is I feel like they could have done better with the, the flying carpet scene. I f- feel like that like, I feel like the three was good in there, but I feel like they could have done better. So, New Jake, what would you have given it? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it in 3D. I've only seen it in 2D so far. Uh, so I can't judge the 3D unfortunately, but uh, the the movie it's it's a solid six for me. I mean, it's not Milan or Dumbo bad, but it's enjoyable enough for families. But it's not the original Aladdin, and I'm glad we still have the original Aladdin to watch. But eh, it's watchable. I'd watch it again, maybe a sequel. Um, I think I'm, I'm more toward your way. I'm I guess in the middle. I I didn't love it as much as the original. But I don't, I'm not upset. I watched it, you know. Yeah, no, it's not as, I don't think it's as good as the original, but I think it also stands up on its own. Yeah. It's not Guy Ritchie's worst movie, I'll say that much. (laughs) Yeah, that swept away. And (laughs) they kind of cleaned out a lot of the racist garbage that was in the original. (laughs) That don't yeah. Oh yeah, even in the songs. Like yeah, part, some racism, parts, no parts of the original do not uh, age well. <laughs> no. Yeah. But Jafar was a bad guy. He was a legit bad guy in that one, not 
what this was. Yeah, you're. I think. I think you have a point because I don't even remember what Jafar looked like. I don't remember anything about Jafar in this movie. <laughs> he he was totally totally background looking. He's like blends in perfectly with the background. He was a wallflower. I did like the new ending where they she got to redo the Constitution and, and <laughs> um, that's how they kind of yeah that was cool with, with Jasmine girl power yeah, yeah. I, I mean I like that I I appreciated that um, and I liked that it was framed as a story being told by Will Smith because mm-hmm. yeah. like that kind of like puts it in the vibe of like the original Shahrazad stories. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would have cast the young leads with uh, more charismatic actors. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah. The jazz- sort of bass. The Jasmine song at the end, I just kind of felt really did not work for me either. Mm. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's bad. It, it was just entirely okay. Yeah. No, it was entirely enjoyable for what it was, which was a cash grab. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, technically, every single movie Disney makes is a cash grab. Yeah, but this is more cash grabby than others. You know, it's just. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like they actually did. I, no, I feel like they actually did this one good. Like, if you compare it to, like, Mulan. Like, Mulan. Yeah, Mulan, The Lion King, uh, almost any other film that they've done. Yeah. Like, I feel like this is potentially like if someone has a, a better example that then you can correct me i feel like this is the best live action remake that disney has made uh i would like to direct you to the 101 dalmatians remake from 1996 that's probably the best one <laughs> wait what okay i actually really <laughs> love uh, beauty and the beast the new one i think it's fantastic I like uh... beauty and the beast however i do not like it as much as aladdin it sells flat to me, purely because of all the auto-tuning in that movie. It, yeah, yeah. M. The, M. The, the music <laughs> in that movie is bad. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they had to have that token gay character, LeFou, or LeFou, however you pronounce it, just to give, like, oh, we got a gay character now. No, they didn't even, it wasn't even written as a gay character. The actor was just like, I played him as a gay character. And then yeah, everyone just... freaked out about it, even though it's like, barely even subtext like it's barely even in the movie and like yeah but i mean it was implied and it's like it was all those uh articles that's like oh we have to yeah but like everyone freaked out about it even though it was like very very minor and i'm like it doesn't even matter i mean i don't care but it's just it seemed like a token cash grab i mean okay here's the thing is that it pissed off like everyone in like the lgbtq ag Everyone, like like every like all the gay people were pissed off about it because they were like, "What are you trying to do here? Like that doesn't make us happy. Like wh- what are you trying to do here?" And yeah, then it also exactly. pissed off like all the conservative Christians. So like they managed like because Disney has like no no like <laughs> they actual, have no backbone. They, yes, they have no backbone. That I was thinking of a different word. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they because they have like like no courage or or like 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 Disney just it's all money because they like have no moral center <laughs> is what I've come no, to realize about Disney <laughs> is like they have no convictions. 
Like, they're no, trying I... to make everyone happy and in the process make no one happy. <laughs> exactly. And that's the problem with these remakes that they're doing is that they don't need to happen unless you're fresh and original and not cash grabby. I think Jungle mm-hmm. Book was better than the original. That's fair, but it's it, it's also wrong, but <laughs> that's just me. I just think that songs weren't as good as the original, but the movie itself and story. This is, yeah. this is what very yeah. like like honestly the thing that annoys me most about the Disney remakes is they are just like butchering all of the songs so hard. Like it should not be hard to to Yeah, to... just make a musical. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like the the people who were behind the animated movies understood what a musical was, understood the the function of songs in musical, understood musical structure. And I feel like the people who are adapting the movies are like, well, that worked, so let's copy it. But they don't understand the why of why it worked. And so they're copying it, but badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they hired the original composers, and it still doesn't work because it's not fitting the story structure or the musical structure, and it's just making it awful. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the next movie, Godzilla: King of the Monsters. New Jake, did you watch this? No, I haven't seen anything in the MonsterVerse, and I don't think I will for some time. This is actually fun. I liked it. I thought it was it okay. Seems okay. It was two movies. You have this sniveling family drama that was like, why, God, why? And then, you have, and then you have Thunder Lizard action. And then you also have the story of like humans. It's like, yeah, let's just, uh, you know, destroy humanity and it's actually be good. And, you know, it's good for the environment. And it's like, well. <laughs> oh, I'm having I'm having second thoughts about that message. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And the 3D was really disappointing because I don't know what the hell they were doing with the cinematography and the visuals because it's just a really weird color palette and it the it's almost everything in dark, almost everything in rain and they don't always have good shots. I I see no how how is it possible for that movie to be good in 3D when everything is so just black. Yeah, it's really ugly. Well, the, they were they were reading the they were reading the priest book of 3D of how to do everything in 3D and blackness and darkness, which it doesn't work. <laughs> so it's just ugly, too. When it's not black and dark, uh, visually, it's just different colors. I thought visually it's ugly as hell. And I feel like... Yeah, the trailers looked awful. And it's like, why do you have to have just have these monsters be in broad daylight fighting Please have it be visible. Like, let me actually see what's going on. <laughs> Kong Skull Island had that, and it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was like a Vietnam film, a thing, wasn't it? It was like just in the Vietnam, like jungle, and they're just mm-hmm. all brightly lit. Okay. So the the 3D didn't work. The movie itself was dumb. And if it if if anyone if anyone is like, well, you can't make it scary without making it dark, I. Defy you to watch North by Northwest. Because yeah. that is yeah. a terrifying movie in broad daylight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, there's, and there's also a terrible uh, 3D conversion floating around Taiwan. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. 
They did that with Dr. No, rest in peace, Sean Connery, and yeah. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Most of them are god-awful. They're just... They, they, they just literally just push the whole picture back or something. And this movie is weird because a lot of times for the sense of scale, they will have the, the monster be like the, half of the entire screen. <laughs> Do you remember that, Jake? Classic Jake? Yep. It's like okay. I feel like if I feel like that is a movie that could work if like you had like a five foot story, like a giant screen, like you could make it work. But like I don't know. I mean, it was a forced perspective. I did like it, I, even though it was problems. I did find it fun, and the, when they do have good fights, I love the fights. Uh huh. There's a lot of drama in there that it's just like don't care. Fast forward, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But damn it, the fights were fun when I got to see it. I'm actually uh, unsure as to how the 3D dynamics of that would work. It didn't. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it didn't. When it worked, when it worked, it worked. When it didn't, which was most of the time, it really didn't. But oh, there was some water stuff. There was some stuff in there that looked really good. But not then there was get, not to get too much of a three D nerd here. But um, uh, our our depth perception only goes like, like like our our binocular vision. Anything beyond like ten twenty feet further, we're not going to see like that much depth depth in it. So if it's something like Godzilla, which is like obviously not that close to us, how do you make that? have depth without looking incredibly bizarre. Uh, they actually did a pretty good job. Uh, this is a, one example why you, an example of why you sometimes uh, shoot in 2D uh, for 3D conversion. Um, they were, that actually worked pretty well. The, the biggest problem was dark scenes uh, with rain, unless it was lit, backlit a particular way, it was flat as hell. Yeah, and I mean, there's some interior shots that were kind of cool. That's really disappointing because, like, rain should be very good looking in 3D. Yeah, it, it was all over the place. So, like, uh, you did rain wrong. <laughs> like, you, you, you just screwed up. <laughs> Warner Brothers, you struck again. <laughs> all right, let's uh, keep going here to a controversial movie where. Me and Classic Jake like it, but no one else in the world does. New Jake, what are your thoughts on Dark Phoenix? I'm with you, too. I liked it. It's better than most of the other X-Men movies I've seen. It's better than the New Mutants. Yay! We're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Oh, God, I'm catching total hell. It's not that bad of a movie. I don't know why people hate it. It's not great. And that weird walking scene where he's being telepathically walked up the stairs was awkward, but it's not a bad movie. It was yeah. totally watchable. Mm-hmm. And Jessica Chastain was fine. Yeah. And that, uh, her character wasn't there. There was no character. I thought it was Bryce Dallas Howard for the most of the movie. <laughs> I mean... She had a nothing part, but she didn't have to really do anything except be there, and she was there. Yeah, she, she was an alien. She was a nondescript <laughs> villain. Yay. Exactly. I mean, she hit her marks, delivered her lines. 
I mean, I said... Did it all satisfactorily? Yeah, I said this movie was fine, and the room isn't on fire. It's just fine. The 3D was great. Yeah. 3D, I love the 3D mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I was yeah. surprised, and I'm sad it's that it's not anywhere stuff. in the world in 3D. Yeah, the the train and stuff. Oh, my God. The train scene. Yeah. I'm... That slow-mo scene with Quicksilver, which I wish we had more Quicksilver, was really good. I really love the, the, the things that he ran on. I forgot what that was, but it was popping out of the screen. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the th- 3D worked, and it, yeah. it helped um, some of the scenes. And like the scene where she, after the big scene, uh, climax of the Okay, how do I phrase this without spoiling the entire damn movie? <laughs> um, there's a scene where Jean is grieving because what something she did. And the 3D, like you're looking down on her and it's raining. And the 3D looks great in that scene as you're looking down on her, emotional, because she understood what happened after that scene. Oof. Yeah, they they didn't ruin the rain in this one. <laughs> yeah. That space scene in the beginning was cool, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of amazing how this was a 2D conversion. I, it could have fooled me because the previous two ones were shot in 3D. <laughs> I mean the the aliens being you know invading and whatever I don't care about that but the, the, I liked the story I liked I liked this movie a lot I, I mean it's not a great movie I I gave it a seven and I still stand by that yeah I think it's fine for a seven yeah that's yeah. what I give it I give it a it's a nice solid seven movie with uh, mm-hmm. eight three D yeah all right let's uh, keep going here to a I didn't see it in three D. Um, it's a so-so movie, not terrible, but not great. The Secret Life of Pets 2. Yeah, this is for Harrison Ford completists only. Wait, he was in this movie? Yep. Oh, I have no reason to see it even more. (laughs) He was a macho dog, um, kind of a toxic kind of macho man kind of dog. Saying, oh, I'm an old school kind of dog kind of thing. But it actually worked. Uh, just like Harrison. It actually worked. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought it was fun. It was character of Rooster. The rest of the movie itself was... This is like the kind of movie which almost feels like a parody of itself. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it really, really did. Not thing special or new. It just... Uh, this is a basic cash grab. This is a cash grab. This is, you know, yeah. so basic of a story. You know, it, it really, the first one I thought was only okay too, but this felt like it barely did anything more than originally did. Mm-hmm. I feel like this yeah, was I've just like, oh, we one. have, we have to make a sequel and let's not try it all. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Illumination's way. We need a sequel. We need franchising. Mm-hmm. They need to have the bunny in the superhero outfit to sell toys, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Like I've only seen the original and is this one on the same level as ineptitude or not ineptitude, but mediocrity is the first movie? Uh more. Oh yeah. yay. Now <laughs> is this Patton Oswald is Patton Oswald any good uh, replacement for uh Louis C. K. by any chance? Yeah. He's actually better. Oh, okay, that makes sense because he's actually an actor. <laughs> yeah, and uh unfortunately Though him, him and Harrison Ford are about the only things that are interesting. Um, Krista, mm. did you watch this? No. 
Okay, so Krista, um, this actually has like three stories, which is like way too many stories for this kind of thing. <laughs> You've got an A plot, a B plot, and a C plot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and, God. So, and basically, they're like, no plot. So, yeah, there's one story about, you know, they want to get back um, a tiger, back to the, uh, and then there's another story where the dogs are at a farm, and another story where a ball gets lost. It's just like, okay, you're trying really too hard here for a lot of poop jokes. That that sounds like a TV episode. Plot yeah, that's what line. I was like, thinking. It, be... it sounds like a w- weird yeah. television show, like like yeah, like you find on like Nick Junior or something. Would be surprised yeah, to find out this was going to be a TV show, but then Harrison Ford was looking for voice work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a role. I'm done yeah. with Star Wars. I need another movie role. I need paycheck. <laughs> and, and one that don't have to put pants on and leave the house. <laughs> I, don't, I want to put on my earrings and do acting. Give me a role. <laughs> I mean, if COVID doesn't go away, we may have more of these damn movies. <laughs> oh, We're going to get a balloon in animation, unfortunately, because of COVID. Unfortunately, I think all of them are going to be Wonder Park and Secret Life of Pets. Yes, I want a Wonder Park sequel. I need a series about that. (laughs) They're actually, we're going to make a TV series about Wonder Park. But it just flops so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I want the live action adaptation of Wonder Park. Yeah, with Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville! (laughs) Now, Now, there was one gag. One gag in this movie that made me and my wife laugh hard that we're like, damn it, that was great. And that's a gag with the laser light and cats. That How they managed to make that work was beautiful and wonderful and hilarious. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, that was good, but it's not worth what you go through to see it. Yeah. I mean, you gave it a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it how could is the be... 3D in the movie, though? It's fine. It it takes skill, it takes skill to mess up an animated movie in three D. Pixar manages to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like I I still have no idea why Onward was the way that it was. <laughs> uh, that's probably one of the better ones I've seen from Pixar. <laughs> the the three D and Onward was so bad though. I don't know. I thought it was decent in certain spots, but I mean. It's not Clash of the Titans or Priest Bad, so... Yeah. Well, it's not as good as it should have been. Like, it's it barely felt like it was in 3D. I mean, it, it's, it's the same thing with most of the Pixar films in 3D. It's like, it could have been better. Alright, so yeah. let's keep going here to a very controversial movie that flopped. Oh. Okay, uh-huh. I, I have... I still have so many thoughts and frustrations about this yeah. movie. I, I I do too. I have plenty with this movie. Uh, yeah, let's get our let's light our pitchforks and torches. Let's have a bunch. I I just want to understand what went wrong here. I want to know what the original plan for this movie was and what the hell the producer did to completely butcher this movie. So we're talking about um, they didn't hire Barry Sonnenfeld. <laughs> Men in Black International. 
<laughs> this is this is like a movie that, by all accounts, should have this been is a, a movie? good. Movie. <laughs> no, it's not a movie. It should have been exactly. a good movie. By like, this is like somehow like like this is like the epitome of like how somehow you can put all the pieces of a good movie together and still somehow not a, have a good movie if you don't have the right glue if you don't. Dude, I don't know what went wrong here. It's so frustrating. Oh, I do. <laughs> Producer interference. Yes, Chris, that's like, it. what the hell did the producer... What was the producer thinking? I just want to know what happened there. He, uh, he wanted generic movie. <laughs> yes, and that's the exact opposite of what you need. He wanted... Exactly. He wanted the. He didn't want the story. The original story basically was going to be about immigration and aliens. Yeah. That's the see, see, see. That's the the thing that frustrates me the the most is that Men in Black has always been about Im- immigration. It was never not that. And so to try yeah. and make a Men in Black film and not have it be political is why it failed so horribly. Yeah. Well, that. Then I think uh, I think the producer was like, "I want to make a Men in Black movie, but without funny jokes," and they succeeded. What What made me the maddest is because of this piece of shit, we did not get a Men in Black crossover with Twenty One Jump Street, which would have been great. It might be Twenty Three. I would have loved to have that. Yeah, and Johnny yeah. Depp was would have probably done it too. Yeah. Uh, well, he he died at the well. Spoilers: He died at the end of twenty one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he still would have probably they would have worked him in even as a flashback. Yeah, probably twenty one and twenty two Jump Street are surprisingly awesome movies. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't have any expectations, and yeah, they were great. <laughs> can just take anything and just hmm. Just yeah, I look like after I watched this film, I went and watched Thor Ragnarok, and to like see what Thor Ragnarok was, and see what Man in Black like obviously could have been. Yeah, because I mean they had so infuriating. Y'all were so close to having a good movie. Like, like if this was just a bad movie, like I wouldn't be so angry about this. It's that it was a bad movie. It's that mediocre. Sh- it, it was that it's a bad movie that should have been good. It should have been so good, and it wasn't, and it makes me mad. <laughs> uh, they had they had a good director. They had good leads. They 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 had so much potential. At uh, one point, they must have had a good script, but the script yeah. was butchered. Because but like I, like, <laughs> yeah, they had a script <laughs> that wasn't generic. Mm-hmm. And then but, they uh, and fought and fought, and hopefully someday we will get a director's cut of this. But That's I think like another thing only, I want to know what this movie originally was supposed to be because what I saw yeah. was not what was this movie was supposed not. <laughs> Yeah. So, Krista, but you like, gave it a six out of ten. Do you feel that was too high? No, 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 no. It's like a five or a four. Four, four, solid, solid four. Uh, I forgot what I gave this. I'm pretty sure it wasn't very high. Six was too nice of me. Yeah, I, I liked. I'm the only one that kind of liked it, but I agree with you that it should have been better. 
like, 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 this is what pisses me off is not when movies are bad, but when movies that are supposed to be good are bad. Yeah. <laughs> you see the potential, yeah, pa- Pawnee, but it doesn't get to it. Yeah, yes. Pawnee was the only good character in the movie. Right. Which surprised you. That little alien guy. You would think that alien was going to be super annoying from the commercials, but he worked. Like, okay, yeah. I actually see, like, the fundamental, like, the center of the story, which was that, the, that there was a villain inside of the Men in Black organization, that is a very good premise. And they just executed it so poorly. Well, it's because they had that one guy that's like, oh, he's obviously not going to be the villain despite being a jerk, and it's going to be spoiler alert, which I'm not going to say. Because, like, they were like, there were only two options as to who the villain was, and they were trying to make you think it was this guy so hard that, like, it was completely predictable what the twist was. And it was like, it just didn't it, work. It didn't work. And they, and it makes me and mad. And they wasted Rebecca Ferguson as that three-armed alien. They they wasted, like, another thing that I hate about the movie was they didn't have Rick Baker to do the makeup, which he did in all the three previous movies. And this was all CGI makeup, or not even makeup, CGI. It was just horrible. I hated it. Like, what confuses... Like, there's so many good things about this movie, and it just doesn't come together, and that confuses me no. so well, it's because uh, uh, F. Gary Gray, a great director, wasn't allowed to work. He was just forced by the producer to be like, I want this and only this. If I don't get this, then you're going to redo this my way. So, Krista, you didn't like the 3D aspect of this movie either. No, it wasn't even that no. good in 3D. No. No, it was barely there. Yeah, no. Like, some worked. of this. Like, like you were talking about, like the like the tunnel scene or whatever it was that should have looked amazing in three D. Barely noticed any three D whatsoever in that scene. Yeah, like even even little things like uh, whenever they're on that rocket bike in the Middle East, uh, it should have worked better in three D, which it barely did. Uh, weapons usage didn't work. The even the Eiffel Tower didn't look like a tower. Yeah. Like I mean, it just it didn't look imposing like it should be in three D. It was just oh, it's yeah. there. This is like, it's, this just pisses me off so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to love it. Yeah. I went into this movie so, like, like I think part of the problem is that I went into this movie so excited for what I thought it was going to be, and it just let me down so horribly. Yeah, I mean, the trailers didn't make it look great, but it was, it was coming out on my birthday weekend, and I'm a big fan of the Men in Black movies, and it was 3D, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this. No, I hated it. It was worse than and Dark Phoenix, like, which everybody like, hated. Like, like, I think, like, 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 what's the problem is I feel so bad for Tessa Thompson. It's like, yeah. like, people are, like, people went and, like, tried blaming her, like, oh, this is why you can't have a black woman in a in a film or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's, that's not, not her fault. it's not her fault. Like, she's the only good thing about this damned piece of shit movie. <laughs> Well, that and Pawnee. Her and Pawnee worked really well, but I mean, her character was given no personality, and also wrote a story where Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson hired their own writers to make jokes, yeah, which that, that was the work. thing was like, like, like Chris, like, like, like Tessa Thompson, like, like they didn't know what was going on with the script because people kept changing the script, they kept fighting over the script, so like. Like, you've put your actors in a very stressful situation where they don't know what lines they're supposed to memorize. They don't know what they're doing. Like, like... Exactly. 
like like you've made everyone there like not able to do their jobs properly because they don't know what's going on. So this one is definitely one of those movies that when you reviewed it, you now looking back, it's not aged as well as you would have liked it to be. No. Oh, it just makes me madder and madder. Yeah, like <laughs> like like with time I've gotten more annoyed at this movie. <laughs> it, it, it's a stinky cheese. I got even stinkier as the year got on. <laughs> Because I remember, you know, at first I was like, okay, you know, I liked it. I didn't, lo- I don't hate it as much as you guys do, but I, 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 I mean, I, re- I remember at the time I was like, this is a passable movie. It's not. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's a situation where it's not bad. I'm just disappointed in you, and that hurts yes. worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I get you. All right, let's move on to uh, a movie that I was very against before it came out, but when I actually watched it, I adore. Which is the fourth Toy Story movie? Yeah, it surprisingly worked. Yes, because this is actually very pretty in three D two. Yeah, which is which is weird because it's Pixar. Yeah, it's like this is what this is also why I was so disappointed with Onward because I saw Toy Story, so I knew like what Pixar can do, and I just don't understand why they can't take whatever the hell they did with Toy Story. And, like, just put that on all their other movies. I think it's because it really depends on the director. But, yeah. I mean, they concentrate more on story than 3D. So yeah. That's probably another thing. I mean, that opening rain scene where you see where Bo Peep goes, it was dark, rainy, and it was beautiful in 3D. And then, you know, there's a, the long establishing shot where Forky and um, Woody are walking down the road. And it, it just, the road just had that depth that really feel like it was a road. And, you know, it, it worked well. It wasn't great 3D, but this is good. Like, very good. The, this is like the opposite of Men in Black, where it's like, it's a movie that feels <laughs> like it shouldn't work at all, but it works amazingly. The, 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 this, this shouldn't even be mentioned with Men in Black International. It doesn't deserve it. Just it, forget that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But like I remember, we were we were all stressed out about this movie going in that we were like, "Why is there even? Why are they trying to make a a fourth movie? It's just going to be a cash grab." Like, like <laughs> what even is going on? Like, like the the third movie ended on such a per- perfect ending. How are they going to make a, a a fourth movie? And then like I watched it and I was like, "Oh my god, this is great." <laughs> I mean, it t- it took nine years, but we got a really great sequel. And it works surprisingly really well. Um, one thing that we missed when we originally talked about this, apparently a lot of people think Forky is an allegory for death and that Forky wanted to be dead. <laughs> I did not yeah. capture when I wrote the review and we talked about this movie that he keeps wanting to go back in the trash can because he doesn't want to be alive, which I did not cap- get that in my head at all. Uh, yeah, it's like he's, he's like, I, I'm going to fulfill my use. And I just want to be ended. <laughs> you know, he feels he's not useful anymore. And it's funny. Um, and how they managed to get it to work at the carnival and then have the um, just the new characters they introduce. Um, I love the, the all the different characters and how they that evil doll girl, you know, got her voice. But then she was still thrown away. Oh, my God. I love it. The the, the the only thing, like, the only complaint I have about this movie is that I wish they had done better with Buzz. 
but that's the only thing. Yeah. That that was fine. I mean, this is probably not my favorite, which I still think the second one's my favorite, but yeah, they could they could have done better with Buzz, but it's still a really great movie. Yeah. And the 3D was surprisingly wonderful. Um, I felt I I cried like a baby again at the end of this one, and I I gave it a ten. Oh, that ending! Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that ending. It, I just love uh, like it's such a pretty movie too, and like yeah, it's, it's a good story. It's a pretty movie. It looks great in 3D. I like. I it. mean, I gave it a perfect score. I gave it a ten out of ten. Editor's choice, and I I stand by. It. I know everyone doesn't like it as much, but I love this movie so much. It's so good. The, the whole series of Toy Story is good. Even the made-for-TV stuff is really good. But also, it's also impressive, like, looking back on, like, what Toy Story used to be compared to now, like, just seeing the improvement in animation in, like, what, like, a decade or however, two decades, decades however uh, long it is. It's a quarter between... century now, essentially. Sorry, what? It's it's a quarter century. It's 25 years I, this you month. Tell, you're telling me that Toy Story is older than me? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Nineteen ninety. It was it, it was the first uh, CGI uh, animated full length film ever. So yeah, I grew up with these things, and I love every single one. And, and also, they've gotten you, better. Thing. Also, even if you see like the the the, I forget what it's called. There's like a Pixar short that was made before Toy Story. That's like with toys. And the animation uh, in that is absolutely atrocious. And just oh, a tin toy. Yes, and just mm-hmm. see how far, like animation has come in that just like what thirty years well, is just amazing. The, the toys were fine. It was the CGI baby. It was the, baby and it was the was people awful. that are like, and even in the first, even in the first Toy Story, like looking back at how the people were done, they barely showed the people because the people looked bad. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not its fault. I mean, it was a groundbreaker, though, for yes. people animation or human animation and, you mm. know, just DGI animation yeah. in total. And it got even better. I, I just really like I'm, I'm a really fan of like like digital 3D history and like how how oh, yeah. technology mm-hmm. has advanced in such a short time. I love it. Oh, yeah. I would love to see Toy Story 1 and 2 with the visuals of Toy Story 4. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, we we need the HD remake of Toy Story Pixar. Please give it to us. I'm totally fine with that. Copy and paste everything else. Yes. You don't have to change a damn word. <laughs> Just copy and paste the audio and put the new 4K digital on there and you're good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make it make it so. <laughs> and maybe better 3D for the first two movies. <laughs> and I love those uh two um I guess they're the little creatures uh, um that are having the little lessons. I forget how to um the one K and Peel and like they T and Peel yeah they kept thinking about different plans and like they got darker and darker each way each of their plans and it's just hilarious <laughs> I, I I thought that was funny <laughs> one of the best post credit scenes in a long time too oh <laughs> uh, oh yeah yeah uh, classic Jake what are your thoughts on Toy Story four I liked it fine. I thought they should have ended, stayed ended with three. I mean, I thought it was good, not the greatest. Of course, in my old age, I'm I relate more to Sid than uh, the toys, but that's me. So you destroy toys, you monster! <laughs> no, oh, I don't break them. I just fix broken <laughs> things. 
I've never been the type to just go buy something new and destroy it. That's dumb. I'm not going to waste the money. I'm and I'm not going to waste the money. But hey, um, in Halloween, I get to shine. I get to rip apart broken props and stuff and scare the hell out of kids. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, keep going here for to Spider Man Far From Home, and it's been you know. It's one of those things that we're excited to see what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be after, you know, Avengers Endgame. And then we got oh, we yeah. got this, and we, I really, really like this a lot. And we like just a sample of what's there. And then we're still waiting for, you know, another year until we get probably more uh, movie. I don't know. So, Spider-Man, mm. what are your thoughts? New Jake? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh it's not as good as Homecoming, but I really got a kick with it. The European locations were unique for a superhero movie. Uh, Tom Holland's as good as ever. Uh, him and MJ develop a, a better relationship, which was really cool. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is surprisingly good as Mysterio. Uh, you know, it was a really good movie. The 3D was really good, especially the trippy stuff with Mysterio. I just enjoyed it, and especially that twist. I've been wanting a resolution for that twist since I seen that in theaters. I need it. I needed it like yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I really love this movie. Jake, you reviewed it. You gave it a 9 out of 10. Do you still stand by that? Yeah, I still stand by it. It just it just seems so awesome. I just And I love Ned Leeds, you know, Peter Parker's friend. And I just love the yeah. whole dynamic between the kids. I joked, I said I would have given it a 10 out of 10 if they had uh, Matt Damon singing the Scotty No. That would have been perfect. <laughs> he wasn't, didn't do it. That would have been awesome. And this Spider-Man movie feels fresh. Like it feels, finally we get him out of New York and we get a brand new villain again. Mysterio is fantastic. I mean, um, yes. I, I love Jake Gyllenhaal in this and I, I feel like how they handled everything with uh, the post uh, universe, I really liked. Um, I liked how you got some kind of talking about um, the snap from the kids' perspective and how that worked. I want more. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I want the multiverse to happen. Yeah, yeah. That was one hell of a tease. <laughs> it, uh-huh. it is, and, and they and they brought back somebody that I love for that tease, and it was completely surprising and i was blown away in theaters i loved it krista have you watched this yet or no nope okay well you need to yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna add to her list of movies there's a lot of things i think she has to see way before this yeah well she needs to see the mcu as a whole she needs to i mean right (laughs) come on krista Right now, since there's no movies coming out, you you know, you got something to do. Binge all of Marvel. Yeah. There you go. For like a month. Just just, just get Daredevil and Electra and all the other ones. A movie a day for a month. There you go. How many movies are there even in Marvel? 23. 23 MCU movies. And then you got the TV series. Jeez. So you got... The TV, the TV, you could skip because it's not really connected, really. And I, I think I feel like the TV's really mixed bag. But yeah, Agents of Shield sucks. I love Shins. Agent Carter is 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 
part of the MCU. Uh, Feige's all but said. And certain episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are worthwhile. But I'll warn you, that first season is a schlog. Mm-hmm. I, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. I kept at it all the way through the end. I really hate Luke Cage. I think Luke Cage is born as hell. So, <laughs> but that talking about the Marvel TV shows, uh, because they're getting rebooted. So let's keep going here. We got... A super controversial movie here that I probably gave too high of a score to. How dare you? Lion King. <laughs> Lion King 2019. Um, I was surprised. A lot of people loved the 3D here. I thought it was fine. I liked it. I didn't think it was wonderful or anything. Uh, the movie itself, I gave it a 7. I felt like it was fine. It just didn't get to the greatness that it needed to be, but I didn't hate it either. I kind of feel a part I should have maybe given it a six, you know? New Jake, what are your thoughts on the new Lion King? I mean, you pretty much uh, hit the head of the proverbial nail here. I mean, it's just, it really didn't need to happen. Uh, it didn't hit the magic that the original did. Uh, a lot of the voice uh, casting was off uh, or some of that should have worked, didn't even work like I don't know. It's just, it didn't need to happen, but it was beautifully animated and 3d was fine. Again, this is another issue of like, how did you do the music so badly? You had Beyonce and you couldn't execute Nala's song. Well, what the hell did you do to get this wrong? Amen. Cause they're, they're not making musicals. (laughs) That's the thing. They're just making movies without like without music. Yeah, they don't have music people doing these movies. And that's the problem with how are you doing a musical and like not understanding the fundamental principles of doing a musical? Well, I mean, you, you right. could have a great director, but he's never done a musical. Mm-hmm. And the animals, yes, they look photoreal, but... Being photoreal, they don't have the character that the animated version, yes. the cartoon version did. No. Like, it just makes it weird and kind of, like, uncanny valley and creepy. Yes. Yeah, it's like, because uh, uh, cats' face, like, or lions' faces and animals' faces aren't as, uh, like, as animated uh, as, you know, an animated character. Because, you know, they're not as cartoony or human-like. That's the problem. They don't emote the same way. Yeah, they don't emote really well. Like they do show some emotion, but it's usually like anger, fear, like fear, or stuff like, like the that. The thing is, like the stuff. emotions they show is like he, the way humans interpret emotions are not the same way that other species show emotions. Because, as an example, a smile, which for humans is universally a good sign, in animals yeah. is generally a very bad sign. Yeah, you know, like in hyenas, if they start smiling, you are screwed. Or like a lion, you know, it's like, oh, you're going to be lunch. But yeah, it's just, it's too sterile of a movie. It's yeah, clinical. It's heartless. It has no heart to it it's at heartless, all. yes. And I don't know. Um, it just, the 3D really disappointed me because I thought it should be better. Um, I, I remember seeing the review of our competitor website, Cinema Blend, and they're like, this is the best 3D, you gotta see it. It's, you know, best technology, and it's like, what the, no. What the hell? No, it's not. I mean, did, did, did they mean 3D as in the animation 3D, or like 3D as in the picture quality? 
3D, like 3D pictures. They said the three, the stereoscopic 3D aspect complemented it perfectly, and they gave it like a high, super high score. And I was like, no, I don't think the it's way, that great. I don't understand the way they grade things. The way they grade things makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're mathematical I mean, formulas. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, so, some of their stuff is pretty spot on, but I would say in this case, it's kind of off. And Krista's right. The songs just don't work. They don't work at all. No. I mean, I guess they're trying to make it sound more natural, quote unquote, but it's a, it's a talking animal movie. How can you get it natural sounding? It's awful. And the animals, like you said before, New Jake, the animals don't have good voice actors. The only ones I'll give, exactly. I give exception to is uh, Simone and Tumba, which I think they're fantastic. Yes. Uh, Billy Eichner and uh, uh, Seth Rogen, right? Yeah. And I do think yes. another issue is like they're just trying to get like what they did with this movie was they were just trying to get like the biggest names, star power possible without actually being good voice actors. Like they might I mean, be they, good. They, they, they waste. They might be decent actors, but like actors versus voice actors is like a different skill set, and so like. Yes. Because so, you have to emote with your voice, yes. not just physically. You have to project it, and yeah, it's not there. This is a line right from my written review, which I think is a perfectly way to hit this. This movie is not a failure. It just didn't resonate with me. It just yeah. is. <laughs> That's how I feel like with like most movies at this point, which is very disappointing. But also... Yeah. Particularly Disney movies have this problem. Classic Jake, do mm-hmm. you have anything to throw in there or no? Nope. I miss this one because there were so many 3D movies this time. <laughs> uh, so this is the one that uh, I bowed out from because I, I can't remember why I wasn't part of it. Was I? Was this one of the times I was sick last year? I don't remember. But let's uh, move on to Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. This is curious. Oh. Okay, so classic Jake. Okay, this is for the Jakes because neither me or Krista watched this. So classic Jake, what's your thoughts on Hobbs and Shaw? Then we'll go to new Jake. Okay, having not seen any other Fast and Furious movies nor have any interest in ever seeing any other Fast and Furious movie. This is a hoot, and I had a good old time. Mm. New Jake? Yeah, uh, pretty fair. Of course, I've seen all the previous uh, Fast and Furious movies, and I like them. They're not great. But yeah, this is a fun romp. Uh the 3D worked really well for the action scenes. It was just so much fun, and it's such a shame that we didn't get it in 3D here in theaters in America, just on Blu-ray from Germany. Yep. Oh, and that trailer looked oh so beautiful in 3D. And why yeah, do you I, I why do you tease me like this? Yeah, it was like oh, real 3D, like real D 3D in theaters, uh, August 20 or 2019. And I was looking at the theater tickets, and I was like, where's the 3D? Where's it at? Oh, sorry, it got canceled. Yeah. Thanks, Universal. The last day, or like a couple days before, it got canceled, got pulled. So people were pissed. Yeah, why? Yeah, why? I mean, 
the previous two uh, were in 3D uh, worldwide, and but not here. And then they could have introduced it here, and they didn't. And it was perfect. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a good story behind that that we don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. We got a couple more. Uh, Angry Birds Movie 2. Krista, you reviewed this. What are your thoughts on this movie now? It's still fine. It's like not a amazing movie. It's fine. <laughs> I I mean, like, I enjoyed it for what it was. You gave it a 7. Do you still think that was too high or think that's fine? That's fine. I have not seen this. Uh, Classic Jake, have you seen this? Yeah, it's seven's a good score for it. It's better yeah. than the first one. Yeah, it's better than the first Angry Birds, which is, you know, it's yeah, a, it's a, it's a fine. Like, like I, I, I might even like venture to say it's a good movie, but it's a completely forgettable movie because it, like, no one cares. It bombed too, which sucks. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. New Jake, did you watch this? Uh, I have not, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, it was so weird because this bombed and like two months later, all right, it's on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the the first film was terrible, but it had really good 3D. So I kind of wish I'd seen this in theaters, but my schedule's so busy, I didn't get a chance to. All right, let's uh, move on then to another Krista movie. Now... This is an interesting story because neither none of us watched it besides Krista until recently. And I basically agree with Krista, but not to the same extent. Um, Krista, do you know what movie you're talking about? You're talking about Neza. Neza. It's now on Netflix. So how do you feel about this movie? Tell, tell us a story about watching this movie, just in case people didn't know. Okay, so, I mean, when I first watched it, it was... In, in in theaters, it was only available in Chinese with English subtitles, and the theater was completely packed with, like, Asian-American people. Uh, and, like, so, like, clearly, like, Asian people had heard of this movie, but, like, I had not heard of this movie at all. But, like, like I went into, like, this movie knowing, like, literally nothing about it. When you told me to watch it, I was like, okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> And it was amazing. I was so... And seeing it in 3D on a big screen was just like the best 3D experience of my life, potentially. Because the 3D in this movie was just so good. You watched it? Even with subtitles? Yes, even with subtitles. They didn't screw up the subtitles in 3D either, which I was so happy about because like it's so easy to screw up 3D subtitles. But it's like they didn't screw up the 3D subtitles. Mm -hmm. And I was like just... Oh my god, this movie is great. It's so pretty. It has such good world building. I love the story. I love everything about this movie. Then I rewatched it recently, like a couple months ago, when it came out on uh, Netflix and it came out with the English dub. And I rewatched it with the English dub. And I still love the movie, but I feel like the English dub made it kind of kitschy and, like, kind of. The English dub makes it seem more weird to me but i still like it all right classic jake you watch this yeah i was supposed to see this in theaters but i i had my ticket for seeing it in portland 
And my brother was like, we're going to go to the Make High in Florida. And I said, okay. Big disaster. Hurricane hits. We're stranded in Atlanta for a week. And um, the theaters in Atlanta did not book this in 3D. So I was pissed. So I finally got around to seeing it on Netflix and decided, oh, you know, it's three in the morning. You know, I said, I need to check this out so I can talk about it. So I figured I'd watch five minutes. And then if I liked it, you know, watch it the next day. Ended up staying up to six in the morning but to watch this because it's so compelling. And, and I just had to see it. And it's a pandemic, so who cares? There's no bedtime. There's no bedtime anymore. <laughs> so Krista gave this a ten out of ten, and um, she also gave it Editor's Choice 3D, great 3D. Obviously, we did not watch it. I watched it as well about a month ago. Um, I, I didn't watch it in 3D, but I definitely saw the potential. Because it is a beautifully shot movie, and I kind of was like, "Oh wow!" I can imagine this scene, this scene, this scene looking great in three D. But obviously, it's so good in three D. Like I promise you. But the problem is, is how impossible it is to see in three D now. How impossible it was to see in three D even when it came out, because yeah. like this was a movie that, like, even though it had an American release. Most people didn't know about it at all. I saw no marketing for it. Like, this is like completely a hidden gem that nobody knew about. Yeah, yeah I never heard of it until it hit yeah, 4K. And I, yeah, and I couldn't believe that Atlanta didn't have it because I was, you know, stranded in Atlanta that week, and they didn't have it in 3D. I was so pissed. This was an IMAX 3D one weekend only kind of thing. Literally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you I don't even have IMAX near me. Ugh. So I I like the movie a good amount. Um, I'll probably give it an eight. I feel like it was a little bit kitty for my tastes, but I still <laughs> enjoyed it. I still liked it. I thought it was fun. This is what I mean when I say like I don't. I feel like the dub makes it seem more kitty than it was my initial impression. I do agree with you that you had a complaint about they keep having a fat jokes that just kind of all right I get it stop it's not, not that fat you know that yeah kind of just slow down the movie and it's like you don't need to have it you could have other jokes you know you could be a drunk you know <laughs> that was a, a decent joke too so yeah um yeah Nesda is, is a great movie something that you may have missed in theaters um you still stand by the ten or do you feel like you should have gotten lower oh. I still go with 10. Still best awesome 3D? Yes. So, if we ever have a, the- a theater that has 3D, this is one of the movies that you want to showcase. Alright, let's uh, keep going. We still got a few more movies. Um, now I was going to watch this, but I didn't get a chance to. It's our second Bigfoot movie of the year. Um, now, this, this movie... Um, was not controversial until Chinese got to hear about it. And they have a map in there that apparently is, is controversial. But Jake, you reviewed it. Classic Jake. What are your thoughts on Abominable? It's not bad. It's it's not the best Bigfoot movie of 2019. But it was fine 
I mean, this is this is really good. Uh, kids fair. I mean, it's above average. It has a beautiful animation, and it's got good three D. And it has some standout scenes, especially stuff with the berries and stuff was really good. It seemed like it would be really pretty in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those, ooh, ah, uh, ooh. New Jake, did you watch this? Yes. Uh, it was entirely adequate. <laughs> uh, it, it had some really good 3D, though. Uh Fun fact, even though it was released by DreamWorks, it wasn't made by DreamWorks. It was made by a Chinese company called Pearl. I think it's Chinese, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and if they animated that map uh, with the, because uh, uh, it had a map of Tibet, which is entirely supposedly Chinese owned in communist China. But if they uh, made that in there, I don't know why they did that, especially if they're Chinese. So that's the odd part. <laughs> Uh, well, Hong Kong and mainland China, even though they're technically one country, they're not really. There's right, a lot of, yeah, because that's a there's a lot of push, zone. Yeah, and there's a lot of pushback about stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what all the protests are for. Yep. So, adequate movie. Let's uh, move on. We got so many more movies to talk about. Anything else you want to mention or nah? No, No, I mean, it was just entirely adequate. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Go see, if you you need, if you only want to go watch one Bigfoot movie in 3D, make it Missing Link. If you want to watch a second one, uh, I would watch... I would watch, no, I'd watch Smallfoot. (laughs) This, I I would make Smallfoot. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) So, Abominable would be your third one. Yes. All right, let's uh, keep. It kind of became the b- b- animated Bigfoot movie expert by accident. Uh, <laughs> I got to track down like Son of Bigfoot and so Son of Bigfoot. Who had sex with the Bigfoot? <laughs> Another Bigfoot. <laughs> All right, now we're talking about something weird, maybe something kooky. A little bit spooky, the Adam family. <laughs> um, which is completely a mediocre movie, sadly. <laughs> yes. I, me and my fiance were the only ones to see this opening weekend in that That's theater. And ugly. It was okay. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, they it wasn't look- that good. I feel it, and I also feel like. Correct me, I'm wrong, but I feel like it didn't make that much of an impression. Like, not many people went to see it. Uh, they're actually planning a sequel because it actually made over $100 million domestically, oh. and it made more worldwide. So, they're making a sequel. Uh, Adams are popular. I mean... yeah. And- see, I feel... See, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like the Adams family should have done better than it did. Is like... Because I feel like the it, Adams it was family a, is such... I just thought it really let down Charles Adams' legacy. It, did, it didn't feel like his art style, which would have been cool to see in 3D animation. But it was decent. Uh, I mean, 
I'll damn it with faint praise by saying of all the animated versions of the Adams family, this one looks the best. But I would rather pour yeah. bleach in the eyes. Apparently, is that a is that a low bar to cross? Yeah, oh, I mean that's like that's on a curve. To have Wednesday animated wearing a pink dress. What? Yeah. Yeah. And they rode around in a motorhome, and one. Yeah, the animated TV mm. shows of the Adam Family are not that good. <laughs> no. Even the live-action animated series was bad. <laughs> so, the three... Okay, how was the 3D uh, New Jake for you? It was barely there most of the time. It had some depth. Uh, no pop-out almost. It was just there. It wasn't worth the 14 bucks a ticket I spent on it. Alright, classic Jake. Only one scene registered any memory with me. That was like some flying bats. But besides that, yeah. it was just basic, uneventful, uh, not worth the expenditure. But heck, I would say go buy a collection of Charles Adams uh, cartoons and skip this. So this movie was just so uninspired. Uh, Chris, did you, did you watch this or no? You did not miss anything. <laughs> yeah, dodged a bullet. Um, it's just, it's like a reality TV star is going to remake houses and, you know, the Adams Family house. Oh, they're weird. Let's, uh, you know, let's have a new house for them. And it, it's just, it's so cliche. It's everything you'd expect. Yeah. It's basic as hell. It just... It, it doesn't really do anything. They're like, oh. It's like they took the name of the Adams family without, like, actually understanding the power of the Adams family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. I think the, they referenced the 90s movies, which was a mistake. They should have. I love <laughs> the 90s movies, though. They're okay, but the thing is, they don't have the power that Charles Adams' original cartoons have. I mean, heck, they didn't didn't even have names until they he got written until Charles Adams got written a big fat check to name them. Yeah, until the '60s TV show. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he uh, just gave him some outrageous names and had to give him like a list like three times before they would finally accept it. (laughs) It's just. This movie just felt like it was basic. Like, they were just doing the most... It was the first script that got passed. It was the most, you know, generic kind of thing they could make. They didn't want to offend anyone. No rewrites or anything. They didn't... Had nothing there that really made it more and good. And um, it just... It reminds me of, like, a lot of, like, made-for-TV Halloween movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's still some better made-for-TV Halloween movies out there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that good. Yeah, I would recommend the Grinch Halloween sequel to this. That's how terrible yeah. this is. So you gave it a 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Jake, do you agree with that, or do you think that's about normal? <laughs> I, I would say maybe a 6, because I wasn't particularly offended by it, and the animation was eh. But... Yeah, it's just it's there. It's I'd rather watch Abominable, honestly. So yeah, 
I, I kind of agree with you a little bit. I, I did like the songs, how they have the songs integrated into, into this kind of work, which is ironic. Um, but it, it's okay. It, it just kind of forgettable. Yeah. Now, this movie, we like, but you don't like, uh, Gemini Man. Mm. So, New Jake, why don't you like this mm. movie? Uh, for starters, it's pretty boring, and the plot leads to nowhere because he goes all around the world to go back to his home state, essentially, because that's where the, the Gemini company is at. But that's beside the point. It looks great in 3D, but it's just a bad movie. It's a bad action movie, bad CGI. Even the uh, the whole hyped up stuff with the the skin that, uh, or well, not the skin, the uh, the CGI double for Will Smith was just awful. It wasn't a good movie. Disagree. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, we all can't be right like me, though. No. <laughs> So, Krista, you gave it an 8, and you gave it a great 3D. Um, the high frame rate, you don't like it, New Jake? I don't mind it, but it made it look too smooth, and the CGI scene, like especially with the, uh, the dirt bike scene, made it feel like a rubbery cartoon, and it just, it was awful. I hated it. It was too distracting. Um, I, I, I kind of agree with Krista, not to the same extent. I gave it a, I would give it a seven. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think, I think that the plot is fine, but I, I feel like I wouldn't like this movie as much if it, if it weren't for the three days. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair assessment. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like the plot is passable. <laughs> they had so many opportunities, though, because... I was expecting like it was going to end in the Gemini headquarters where there would be an army of clones to fight. See, that's but it was what I was thinking. Is I was like, there is no way there is just like this one clone. Like, like they killed yeah. like, 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 like they were like they wrapped it up too cleanly. They were like, oh, yeah, there are like, no clones. The end. Like there are definitely <laughs> other clones. Like you can't tell me. Store. Like you can't tell me that a government conspiracy this deep and long running is solved by killing one dude. Exactly. I mean, is, is it like, it's just that governor, that government agency ran too deep to have just more than two, uh, two and or I three. Do think, I do think part of the reason is because the film industry is so entrenched in like the military industrial complex that they don't want to <laughs> actually piss off anyone in the military by but, but like, saying I mean, anything useful about the military. <laughs> I mean, I get it, but I mean, it wasn't even like average with uh, Jerry Bruckheimer productions. It was just uh, not that good of a movie. I mean, it looks fine and the 3d was excellent, but Angley is just not a, a, a film like a, an action film director. Like I've seen Hulk and I got burned with that. I've seen Gemini man got even burned worse. So I think I'm through with uh, Angley action films for now. I mean, I feel like Angley as a director is like, he's more of like an artistic director, but they keep putting him in charge of like films that aren't benefited by artisticness. Well, I mean, he, he was wanting to do this film as a challenge, I guess, but he failed that challenge because it's not very good in my opinion, but 
the three D is. I mean, like, so I mean, so like my problem with this film is with the writing and not with like the execution. Oh, I I disagree. It's the writing and the execution because there's too many cooks in the oven with the screenplay, and the direction is uninspired and not lazy, but it's just it's Ang Lee <laughs> making an action film, so he doesn't have action flavor. He doesn't have that talent to make action watchable. I liked the action, and I liked the movie overall. Not as much as Krista, but I liked it. Uh, Classic Jade, you got anything else to add, or no? Well, I mean, I liked it fine. Uh, I, If I remember correctly, I gave this a 7. I mean, I'm also... Ooh, I so. Yeah, I think a 7 is, is better. Um, I, no... I'm also not in, like, I'm not a huge action movie person to begin with, so I don't have, like, the no. the, the pickiness when it comes to action uh, movies. The thing uh, that I, I... <laughs> this in the seven camp for me was the scene with Clive Owen, when he basically is talking to Will Smith, and he's talking about, basically, he wants to, he's like, we can have a new, better form of slavery. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Government sanctioned mm-hmm. slavery. Slavery. Like, 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 yeah. like my, my major problem with this was that this was a government conspiracy that they were pinning down on one man. And yes. if, like, if this was actually happening, it would be much deeper than that. It would not just be like this one dude who is like... Oh, I agree. Off, and off on his get, own. And don't even get me started about, okay, how in the hell did he graduate college so fast? <laughs> So, New Jake Wilkes score, would you give it? Uh, it's certainly not a 7 or 8. That's too damn high. Uh, I would say it's completely middle of the road, a 5. But the 3D, 9 or 10. Because it's just so fantastic. It's, it's demo-worthy for the 3D. That's it. Nothing else is spectacular. All right. All right, let's keep going. We got a lot more movies to talk about. We're already two hours in. So. <laughs> oh, really? Um, oh, crap. <laughs> All right, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. I actually like this movie. New Jake, did you watch this? I have not seen either of the Maleficent movies. I plan on doing it, but not now. <laughs> I mean, I gave it a six, and I think that's fair, but I still like it more than I thought I would. Yeah. Classic Jake, did you watch that? Remember this? Yeah, I just remember the, my main problem with this movie. It's like the first one never happened. Yeah, it's a weird kind of retcon, but not retcon uh, uh, reboot kind of thing. But they, they, they tell you everything that happened in the beginning of the, this movie. Like they retell it to you just in case you didn't watch it. And uh, Krista, did you watch this or no? No. Um, there's like this whole thing about. Uh, she getting married, the main girl, and um, like they don't want to be part of the wedding. And there's like this one dwarf that is like working against other magical creatures and making bombs. And um, the 3D for me, for my experience, it was like perfect. I'd never seen a dark movie like this that actually worked this well and not being high frame rate. And it really worked. A lot of fun stuff flying around. A lot of things that were cool uh, shots. Um, Jake, you didn't classic Jake. You didn't have the same three D experience, right? No, but my regals hit and miss, and 
this one was a miss with their uh, projection. So I went to Regal too, and this one was a hit for me. So the 3D I love. Um, movie itself was fine. It was basically what you think. In the middle of the movie is really boring, mm-hmm. and um, they reuse the smoke effect. I I think they reuse it from Avengers: Infinity War, <laughs> um, where they snap people. Because that's how a lot of these uh, witches die. They snap, they turn into the ash, and it's kind of weird. Um, it, it's it's okay. I liked it. Um, I don't think there's going to be another one of these movies. I don't think it did that well. No, it flopped, I think. Yeah. All right, let's uh, keep going. Now, this movie almost came out a year ago. Uh, Krista, you loved this movie. Um, Frozen 2. Oh, yeah, I still love it. Mm-hmm. It is so pretty, and it is arguably... Uh, not even... Like, like it's a better movie than the first Frozen, which is, like, the... F- <laughs> I feel like the first time Disney has managed to make a sequel that was better than the original. <laughs> eh. Frozen wasn't that good of a movie, unfortunately. Yeah. Frozen was a song. They had a song. And then created a movie around that song. Yeah, this that's is pretty actual, fair. This is actually a musical. So, do Jake, you didn't like it? Uh, I haven't seen Frozen Two because I didn't like Frozen One all that much. But I mean, I'll see it eventually. But I'm in no rush to see it. This was so like the 3D blew me away. Like, like I was not expecting good 3D from this movie, and I was pleasantly surprised. Hmm. I mean, the first one did have really good 3D, but it didn't uh, make it enough for me to enjoy the movie. I, I just mean, like, the movie looking back, like, looking back, the first one wasn't that visually interesting compared to no. what they were able, compared to what they were able to do with Elsa's powers in Frozen 2. Like, it makes the, the, the first one look even more bland, co- considering how they were able to visualize the magic in, in Frozen 2. Like, they do such pretty things with her magic to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they do imaginative things. And even the cash grab for toys, aka the uh, ice pony, looked uh, wonderful. I mean, like, the two, uh, the two songs that were, like, Elsa's songs, the one that was, like, uh, into the unknown and uh, show yourself. Both of them were just like aesthetically so stunning to me. Particularly the show yourself that was like a showstopper. Mm-hmm. Oh, this but, uh, but, music was a lot better than the first one t- too. Yeah, the the first movie's music was awful. Like uh, Let It Go is one of the worst best song winners ever. I don't, I don't think I don't think Let It Go was a bad song. I think it was just overplayed so many times that people got tired of it. Mm-hmm. But it's not even the best emotionally relevant song of Frozen. I would have to say that'd be uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? That one yeah. actually had heart that, and it that, felt good. Uh huh. And I've listened to some of the songs that were like cut songs from Frozen that I don't understand why they were cut. Uh, that's a that's a that's a different issue but like basically there was a a song originally in frozen that was a fight between anna and and elsa like a genuine like they had a disagreement (laughs) like and like like um 
And like they the fact that they took that song out and they took out like any Anna having any agency in that movie basically to like say no how you've been treating me is actually bad and the fact that she didn't do that like it took away some of the emotional power that it could have had in my opinion yeah that that's frozen one frozen two actually has a very excellent emotional arc for both of the girls and i i i think it actually did the emotional arcs quite well like from what i understand uh the guy that uh is it anna that uh uh, is, is his name Stefan or something like that? Christoph, probably. Christoph, thank you. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen Frozen One, but like uh, he's just pretty much uh, relegated to the background because he's wanting to propose to Elsa, if I'm or uh, Anna, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yeah, there's okay. there's there's like he gets he at least he actually got a song in this movie, but it's a completely comedic song, <laughs> and it just like. Okay. Yeah, um, and they kind of make fun of that song um, with. Um, they they released a, a like a shot for shot live action version of that song with Weezer. Awesome! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Weezer's going downhill. <laughs> I used to like Weezer. No, it works. It, it works. I like that song a lot. Weezer did a really good cover of that Africa song with. Um... Weird Al, that just what the hell? It didn't need to happen. That's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to happen. But hell, it's nice to see somebody out Toto Toto. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they out Toto Toto, but eh. well, well, after the Dune soundtrack, it's kind of hard to out Toto Toto. No. So Frozen Two, um, I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Krista, you gave it a nine and an editor's choice. Do you stack my that, or do you want to go lower or not? Nah? I think that's still fair. Have you seen it again since your original release? Or no. I've seen parts of it again. I don't think I've watched it in its entirety again. Okay. Classic Jake. Have you? Uh, what do you feel about Frozen a year later? Almost. About the same. I mean, I it, I I haven't watched it again, mainly because I haven't come across a three D a disc of it. I I, I did uh, watch it twice scale. in the theaters. I did watch it twice in the theaters, once in three D and once in two D. But I would prefer to watch it in three D again if I can. And there's definitely going to be a Frozen three because it made over a billion. I have no idea yeah. what they're supposed to do with Frozen three because. That was a very good ending to that arc. I no, feel like. Well, they're they're going to make Elsa fully gay in this one, probably. I mean, I actually don't think they're going to, because number one, again, Disney has no courage, uh, backbone. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Look at their at their uh, groups, and they're going to see okay, what countries would it get banned in? And they'll <laughs> and if Russia. China. I think, I think that I think probably what's going to happen is they lean as heavily in the subtext as they can without actually going for it. <laughs> yeah, just like what happened with Star Wars. Nine. We'll get there. So next, next up here, uh, Jumanji: The Next Level. Uh, New Jake, did you watch this? Yes, I did. 
I enjoyed it heavily, better than Welcome to the Jungle. It, it was faster, funnier. Uh, they played with the character stuff uh, uh, enough to make it not a retread or more of the same. Uh, the 3D was also really good as well. All right. I really enjoyed it. It's like a solid seven. Now, classic Jake, you gave it an eight. Do you stand by that, or you you think more seven? Yeah, I, I stand by the eight. Uh, Danny DeVito and Danny Glover really were a shot in the arm. They added yes. so much value to this. Yes. I really enjoyed this, too. I thought it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aquafina was really good in the movie, too. <laughs> um, it's it's more of the same, but they make it work. It doesn't make any sense why it would work again, but they have some great writers to make this work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the only thing that doesn't really work is the villains. The villains are the weak link here. In the original Jumanji, it was great, but then in the past two movies, I don't even remember what the villains do or what their names are. They're that bad. True, true. Yeah. And this one feels more like a video game too. Like it, like all right, we're gonna you know retread the video game theme. And Jumanji was kind of a weird movie that felt like it was like a video game, but it wasn't a video game, but it honored video games. It was kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. And I love the glitch stuff that happened after they destroyed the, the, the console of the game. Uh, it was kind of fun to see that. Krista, do you watch any of these movies or no? No. All right. Oh, you're missing out, girl. All right. Next one is a big boy. Mm. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I was so burnt out after watching this. I feel like Star Wars had so much potential and they just like ruined it. I don't know. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Last Jedi. And I actually like Last Jedi. Like, like. Yeah, I did certain aspects, but to subvert expectations to kill off major characters was a huge shot in the face that uh, I can't recover from. Well, once I knew Harrison Ford agreed to appear in it, I knew they were killing Han. Yeah. I mean, so, like, my problem with this Star Wars franchise is they just, like, um, how do you say it? Butchered the characters of the original trilogy. Yes, they butchered the characters of the, the original, they ruined the new characters. Disney should have just rebooted when they got the property from Lucas. They could, they didn't even need to make any more. The ending or, of Return of Jedi was perfect. Or if you wanted to make more, like... If you're going to make a sequel that's, like, in the future with, like, these future characters, you at least have to understand the characters and, and like, have a good idea of, like, what their future selves would be instead of, like, ruining their character development. Yeah, don't don't let J.J. Abrams write the films, for one thing. I, I also feel the 3D was really weak. Like, it just, it was, it was there in a couple scenes, but not as much as I would like it to be. Um, I f- really felt like this one really got a bad strobe effect that really got my nerves. And it's obvious they didn't have a plan. And that's ultimately the worst part of the. Just don't have a plan. They don't know where each movie was going to go. It wasn't like a certain idea of 
where this is going to lead to this. So they retcon three and eight, and then they retcon this in nine, and then it just doesn't work. And I, I like the movie, but I, I feel like I, I should have had the courage to give it a six because it doesn't deserve a seven. Yeah, six is a good score for this movie. Too good, if I, you ask me. I have no idea what I gave this. Probably a seven because I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I was ready to walk away from all Star Wars, and then the Mandalorian came out, and it was awesome. <laughs> so. Uh, that is the Mandalorian on TV, and this crap is in theaters. Uh, I don't know. Disney being Disney. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so over Star Wars. I mean, I've been Star over Wars Star Wars. overrated. I've been over Star Wars, uh, since episode one, because answer me this as episode one, what would you have rather seen? Uh, Jar Jar Binks in a pod race or find out what happened to Han, Leia and uh, and Luke 20 years later? Eh, I don't really care. I think the Skywalker saga ended with Return of Jedi and they didn't need to really continue with bringing them back in the new trilogy. But that's just me. Yeah, well, I didn't really care that much about Luke, but I really wanted to see no. more of the adventures of Han Solo and and uh, his lady love, uh, Princess Leia. And, and you know, ruined it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not that interesting, though. I mean, none of them really were. I mean, the Skywalker saga should have just been three movies. That's it. The prequels didn't need to happen. This new trilogy didn't need to happen. Yeah, I agree. It didn't need to happen. Uh, but. I, I will ask you, this is something I always ask Star Wars fans. Have you seen Star Wars before Lucas with it? Yes, I have. Okay. I, so, like, the, 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 I, I don't know. I've seen the third movie with both versions of that one ending. Okay, did you see, did you see Star Wars where Han shoots Greedo first? I have McClunky. no. I do not know. <laughs> I do not know which version of that I saw. Then you well, probably break out my laser disc. And <laughs> probably saw the crap one because trust me, that was a star turning uh, moment for Harrison Ford. That's what pretty much. I don't understand why why like you would ever go back and like change your movie like three or four times and like like what is the real thing yeah. like. It's all the character development of Han Solo. Uh, he's because not much of a character. He's just a rogue, essentially, who kind of turns good because reasons. The problem is that he's a rogue who turned good. And then in the, the sequel movies, they were like, let's just make him a rogue again and forget his character development. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's fan service, the trilogy. That's all it was. And not and even good. They failed at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, I mean, they needed somebody who had a vision and would stick to it. Not somebody who panics every time fanboys have a fit. Well, that's the thing, is that they listen to the fanboys more than their filmmakers. And it's just kind of sickening, and that's the problem with the Kathleen Kennedy-led LucasArts. 
or sorry, Lucas Films is because of shit like that. <laughs> and this movie, the first half of it was chasing after this MacGuffin, then going after that thing, and then they're just like, oh, get it, stop it, just give me something, and then I don't buy the whole thing with, um, oh, well, he's evil enough that he got back to life. Kiss my ass. I, I don't believe that at all. That somehow... I, I, th- I think it was more he was a clone, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's just multiple clones of uh, of him. You know, it's just... Eh. And I know it's not entirely Lucas's fault, but I feel like over the years I've gotten less and less respect for George Lucas. Because <laughs> uh, George Lucas is not a great filmmaker or producer or right. anything, he's just there. Like uh, I've seen, I've read stories about how the original Star Wars movie, like the Episode Four, if you want to call it that, uh, it was originally like Episode One, where it's more politics. And his wife at the time was like, "George, you're stupid. I'm going to make this movie better." And she did, even though it's not that great of a movie. She made it work. And okay, you know. uh, oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that because, like, I, I've said that about episode four, and people don't believe me when I'm like, like, yeah. I actually don't like episode four that much. It, it's it's not it's not as I mean, there's only one great movie in the Star Wars saga, the entirety, and that's Emperor Strikes Emperor Back, Strikes and then the other ones exactly. are just meh. Yeah. All right, so we got one more movie to talk about, and this movie is a surprise. Because me, Krista, and Classic Jake all crapped all over this movie all year long. And at the end of the day, I was wrong. Jake, you were wrong too, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, they're talking about Spies in Disguise. The pigeon animated spy movie is actually pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yep. know you don't believe us. The 3D in the trailer was good. Krista, you don't believe us, but it actually did work. It works really well. You did watch this, Krista, or no? I haven't watched it yet. But you hated it too, right? <laughs> yeah. New Jake, what are your thoughts? Have you watched this or no? It's the pure pressure of the... talking to you guys. Y'all have made me cynical. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see a pigeon movie starring Will Smith. Uh, I mean, I'll give it a shot, but I mean, I mean, the 3D and the trailers look nice, but I can't see it in 3D, so why even bother? So, this movie actually is so funny and clever and good characters. Jake, you reviewed it. What do you say about it? Yeah, and and, and Tom Holland is great as this kind of his little sidekick. And, uh, and Will Smith is hilarious as kind of the world's greatest super spy. It works. It doesn't make any sense, but it it's way better than it imagined it to be. Mm-hmm. It's got great character designs. It's it's it doesn't take itself serious, but it's uh, and the, and, the, and the jokes are pretty good. Uh, and they they got some just randomness to. There's enough randomness to it to make it interesting. Yeah. So you're saying that Blue Sky Animation made a good movie for once? Yes. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like uh, wondering. I'm like, holy shit! Is this was this the first one that John Lasseter did for him? After it getting, must have. I mean, it's it's so much better than their regular fare. In fact, yeah, it I looks want, like a Pixar movie almost. 
Yeah, that's why I'm thinking did it because I know John Lasseter went to work for them after he got left Pixar. Right. I mean, I wouldn't say this is a, a fantastic movie. I just, I, I think both all of us were thinking this was going to be a three or two out of ten, and it being a seven, which I agree with you a hundred percent, Jake. When you reviewed this, you gave it a seven, and I think that's a great score for this. Is this huge surprise? Yeah, it's a, this is a genuine seven. Not, I don't want to think about this anymore. Seven. So. Yeah, it, it, it's shocking how good this actually is, and it works better than you'd imagine it to be. I think part mm-hmm. of the left here part of the box like office. some of the weirdest pitches, some of like the weirdest explanations, like, this movie did not have a good pitch, like, you can't pitch this well, but like, some really <laughs> weird pitches work, and some surefire, like, definitely gotta work pitches do not work. So like it's it's very it's really like you can't judge a movie by its trailer type of a situation. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you can That's see true. it in 3D, see it in 3D. If if only just for when Will Smith realizes about how his vision because pigeons oh, can this three hundred sixty. That would look so good. <laughs> That is so good in 3D. It is so yeah, that good. That trailer in that scene was great. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I can justify. It's like, the trailer looked good. I kind of wish I'd seen it now. Mm-hmm. And it plays out longer. It's not just a dick joke. And the, <laughs> there's a really cool twist at the end that um, is like, damn, they actually are really clever here. So, Spies in the Sky is a big surprise. Uh, actually, it's worth watching, and it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Woo! Um, so, 2019, that's a year. That's a recap. Uh, what's your favorite movie of 2019? Classic Jake, go. Uh, they Shall Not Grow Old, of course. No, you can't pick that. You already <laughs> picked that for 2018. I picked it for 2019, too. Uh... All right, you got a second choice or no? Oh, I would pick a missing link if I have a second choice. Okay. Krista, your best pick. Neza. Okay. Uh, New Jake, your best movie of the year. Endgame. <laughs> you, took, you took it from me. So I will give uh, How to Train a Dragon. No, Toy Story 4, a number one for me. All right, uh, worst movie of the year. Classic Jake, go. Uh, uh, I don't want to say Rise of Skywalker because it was not the worst. It just felt like it. But <laughs> uh, what would I give the worst? Adam's Family. All right, uh, Krista. I feel like I'm going to take yours, but Wonder Park. <laughs> Uh, new Jake. <laughs> Men in Black International, most likely. <laughs> oh, that that that's true. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Y'all want to change? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <sighs> it's hard because like you guys pick. I don't want to pick the same one you guys picked, but um, I don't know. I guess Star Wars. <laughs> I'll be that way. I'll be mean. Okay. 
All right. Uh, biggest surprise, Jake. Classic Jake. Uh, spies in disguise. All right. Biggest surprise, Krista. Probably like Frozen Two because I was not expecting it to be that good. <laughs> New Jake. Dark Phoenix. Okay. Um, I guess for me it would be uh, Shazam. I I I loved. I already. Good choice. Best animated movie. Classic Jake. Animated movie. Uh, Missing Link. Krista, you can't pick. I mean, I've already I've already told you two animated movies, and I can't repeat. What Jake just, said. Just be Gemini, man. <laughs> Jeez, what? You can you can repeat. Nobody's. You repeat. It's fine. What are they gonna do to you? They can't. What? Strangle you through the phone line? Let's cancel her. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 like Nizza or Frozen Two to me. Okay, new Jake. Best for animated. Toy Story Four, no doubt. Okay. Um, I, and I guess that's basically it for 2019. I can't think of any other nominations. Um, but yeah, it was one hell of a year and it's one hell of a podcast. Almost three hours. Woo! <laughs> Long. <laughs> Are you going to edit this TLDR. down at all? <laughs> I mean, n- no, not really. <laughs> it's going to be a three hour pro-, pro. You could have watched a movie in this time, but you listened to it's the uh, end game of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, you could have watched Endgame game, but you listened to us. We're flattered. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's, we're not even a 2D, not even a video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's audio. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess most disappointing. Not worst, but most disappointing. Classic Jake. Star Wars, without a doubt. Krista. Men in Black. New Jake. <sighs> it's a toss-up between Men in Black and Gemini Man. <sighs> and I will say that the most disappointing is, I guess, I'll say Adam's Family. It, it, I was really kind of getting excited for it, and it kind of just, eh. So... I mean, when we do, if we do a 2020... 20 minute uh, podcast, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just think of that, kids, when you, uh, next, when we when we do the thing on 2020, it's going to be like, going to bitch about the ones we didn't get. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That'll be a six hour podcast, kids. <laughs> uh, I got other things to do. Um... <laughs> Yeah. So if you're still listening, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with that, bye. Peace. Bye. bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D and Mr. Bingo5 for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.